You're listening to KNL Sports Podcast, where you can enjoy sports from around the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. KNL is committed to bringing you sports live on 95.3 KNL FM, 1490 KNL AM, and online at KNLRadio.com. Hope you enjoy this edition of KNL Sports Podcast. Good evening. This is Mason Puncher's Football on 95.3 KNL FM online at KNLRadio.com. Puncher's Football brought to you tonight here on KNL by Mason Bank, by Willow Creek Cafe. Also brought to you by Nine Bar Land and Cattle Company, Jim Hoffpower, Chevrolet Cadillac and Lampasas. Also presented by Mason Belly Supply and Rental, Laneburg Realty. Also brought to you by Hill Country Collision Repair, Morris Farm and Ranch Supply, Destination Ford and Brady, the Commercial Bank, and by Dan Gandy, Touchdown Real Estate. Mason Puncher's football is on KNEL. Now to the stadium for tonight's ball game from Mason Puncher's football. And good evening, Puncher fans. Welcome to tonight's broadcast. We are live here at our Clinton Schultz Stadium, better known as the Puncher Dome. We're ready right for this upcoming matchup between your Mason Punchers and the Junction Eagles. And uh, hello, thanks again for joining us here on 95.3 Canyon FM station, uh, voice of the punchers for over 40 years. Uh, and we are happy to continue that tradition. It's still a great time to listen to football on the radio. Uh, obviously, listen live on air. Uh, go to Canyon.com, stream it live. Uh, you can download the Canyon uh, radio app, the TuneIn radio app, or tell your uh, your smart speaker to uh, search Canyon FM. And uh, Will Lambert, Michael Walker, back for another home game. It's good to be back home. Uh, a little warmer day, but it's good fall football weather. And uh, the field looks good. Michael was kind of complaining about it earlier. Uh, I think it looks great for this, this, this point in the season. Well, I have a vested interest in the field <laughs> now uh, from times past. I mean, yes, I always helped and assisted with uh, trying to trying to make sure the puncher dome grass is, is spectator worthy. Um, but, uh, man, uh it's tough to keep keep things green in uh, a drought. God's going to bless us with some rain next week, and uh, we're going to we're going to be better for it. So, but I mean, all things considered, yes, Will, the field lo- does look really good, but uh, never satisfied. You know what I mean? Oh well, yeah, never satisfied. Just like the punchers, never yeah. satisfied. I mean, they're, Stay hungry. they're only undefeated, right? They're right. coming here seven zero, and you know, I mean, Junction's coming coming to town. Uh, yeah, we, we we lead this series by quite a bit. There's been a few rivalry games. I mean, it goes it goes way back. It's mostly in the 80s, 90s. But Junction, when it typically, whether it's here or there, and they're a very still a very young team. But when they come, I mean, they're that. I mean, they have nothing to lose. Mason got a game to lose this season, or at least the district, you know. And so I don't want to I don't want to it too early. But that's one uh, question I have for Coach Bud So you know, how do you keep that team level? Sure. You know, and coming into a game like this after a big, you know, kind of a tight, close ball game with Johnson City, we've had three of those this season, which is great. I mean, that's a great experience to have those tight ball games and be able to come out ahead, stay undefeated. Uh, Justin, it's one of those, you know, it's kind of like a setup game. I mean, yeah, they're very young, uh, but they've got they bring they've got a lot more on the roster than they used to. They're all mostly sophomores, thirteen sophomores, about eleven juniors, one senior, a couple of freshmen. You know, this is this is the team that they labeled the Mason Killer, right? And you know, as I was, if I was giving the pep rally speech today, I'd be like, you know, hope's a great thing, unless you're Junction Eagle, you know, 
kind of knock off Mason. Right. Yeah, Mason. Well, I mean, just like last week, uh, just like last week, Will, I mean, we ran into a situation where we went down to Johnson City off a of bye week. Um, we played to their level of play. We didn't have our best game. They matched our physicality. I'll give them credit from that standpoint. Um, and therefore, it made it an extremely close game, which in my mind, we didn't do everything right in that game. And they did do everything right. You know what I mean? And we still were able to survive that. And that tells me that we're still the better football team, if that makes sense. Um, same same conversation can transcend, transcend into not tonight with the Junction Eagles come in here tonight, and this is their Super Bowl. <laughs> this is their Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, I mean, they, got to lose. They, they, they have nothing to lose. Everything, everything is to gain for them. No better place than to beat them right here in the Dome. Uh, but for us, uh, you know, we've got to defend that. We've got to go out and play our our level of football. I think that's where Johnson City got us so offbeat last week is we played their football game and instead of playing our game. Uh, and I think in, in this sense, we've got to make Junction play our game. Junction's been physical the last two years. We know what the kind of physicality they're going to bring to the table. I thought they would be the most physical team that we face in the district. Uh, however, Johnson City, yeah, they I mean, rose I mean, to the occasion last week. Yeah, they attacked very well. Now, I think we've got to match their level of physicality. Obviously, they have the stamina and are able to play because they beat Stockdale in an overtime game, 43-41, down there in Stockdale, which is not an easy place to play either, and we go there next week. But – you know, it's one of those things where we have to play our football game. We have to get back disciplined like we were when we played wall, and we've got to defend the dome. It's a hard place to play. You get on top of junction, you jump on them early in the dome. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to crawl back from that. Well, yeah, and I think, and that's what I want to see. You know, we've we've had, I wouldn't say complete games because we've had you know, penalties early in the season, like last week, even though it was a tight contest. We, we lowered the penalties. We didn't have quite as many turnovers as we'd like to see on defense. Um, but, you know, a win's a win. Um, better or worse. And, yes, Junction coming in here 6-2, and two, uh, you know, I, 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 like I said, I don't want to – I mean, I'd love to see another great matchup contest. I'd also like to see Mason just dominate, you know, just, just blow out an opponent, especially Junction. You know, just just make it look silly. Right. And if they can keep the penalties down, get the turnovers, um, and just stay on that level keel, because Junction's gonna they're they're gonna get in their players' heads because they always do. I mean, they're they're there's gonna be late personal foul penalties. Uh, after, you know, it's just gonna be going on. And so I'm interested to see how that uh, plays out tonight. Uh, the younger Junction team uh, and still a better young you know, young Mason team. Uh, uh, interested to see, you know, again, I haven't, I can't remember the last time Junction was, you know, in the win column six and two coming into the puncher dome. I mean, you got to go back years. So we've dominated, but it's just one of those setup games. One of those, you know, you can't come out over hot or you know, flat, complacent. Well, I don't think Johnson City or Junction's come in here and played much of anybody to be right. Yeah, yeah. Compared I mean, to the I mean, the, the heinous. But the heinous game might be as close to to a game as possible. Um, you know, maybe the – I mean, San Saba's not horrible. Uh, they wound up beating them. Uh, Roscoe is a, is a 3A school, but they're not a dominant 3A school. So, I mean, 
you know, to me, I don't know that they have near near the uh, record uh, or difficulty of schedule coming into this game is what Mason's seen. The, the adversity that Mason's faced and seen uh, thus far, I think, uh, uh, is you know, betters them, uh, makes them makes them a lot better football team. But again, we've got to play our game of football. And uh, if we go to play the Junction's game, sure, that gives yeah. Junction a chance to win this football game. But we've got to play our game and uh, and and match their physicality, be physical with them, keep our heads cool, and uh, keep the like you said, keep the penalties down. And I think uh, you can you can uh, you can beat a team like Junction pretty easy. You know, we got about 21 minutes left to go here uh, before kickoff. Uh, let's take a two-minute commercial break, and then we'll come back and listen to your conversation with Coach Michael McLeod uh, as you got to interview him this week. Um, uh, if for anybody that cares, the Rangers were still winning uh, four to two a while ago uh, against the Astros. Uh, I think it's I think it's the Rangers' turn. That put them up three zero. That would put them up three two. Three two. In the series, if they if they hold if they hold them, uh, it's still the uh, top of the eighth inning, and uh, the Astros do have a man on. Oh, it's middle of the eighth. So Rangers are leading this one four to two. Uh, they're fixing to go to bat here in the eighth inning. But uh, like I said, about 21 minutes left to go for this kickoff start. The pink is out in bright colors as uh, we're supporting Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And uh, certainly uh, uh, good to see that. Cheerleaders got it on. Uh, Flagstaff's got it on. Uh, uh, Junction Band's wearing theirs. And, uh, you know, we're getting ready for this for this elite matchup of Junction and Mason Punchers. We'll be back here in two minutes. You're listening to Puncher Football on 95.3 KNEL. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate specializes in prime lake properties and ranches in West Texas. We also have game ranches, high fence, some stocked with exotics. Large and small listings, rolling hills, or rough, beautiful river ranches. Several show places, hunting and fishing and livestock. All of our agents have a good working knowledge of recreational and livestock ranches, and we're available at your convenience. So when you're in the market, give us a call at 800-282-1630. Let us locate a ranch for you. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate. Mason Building Supply and Rental is the place to go for everything that you need. Visit our 8,000 square feet of space. It's overflowing with great and unexpected things. We have beautiful jewelry, grills, clothing and shoes, fishing gear, and even equipment to freeze-dry food for up to 25 years. Seasonal selections, we have you covered for all of the major holiday decor. And, of course, we sell all the goods for building, plumbing, and electrical work. Mason Building Supply is your hometown general store. 254 Moody in Mason. Why choose a local, independent bank? Community bankers get to know you and understand your personal needs and circumstances. We are small businesses too, so we are nimble and responsive to you beyond just the numbers. The Commercial Bank in Mason. It's relationship banking at its best. Join us for our annual tailgate party. It's Friday, October 20th, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. We'll be grilling in the parking lot. People say there are no free lunches, but this one's on us. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls, and we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 304 North Live Oak. Give us a call at 325-347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. 95.3 KNEL. Uh, welcome back.
back, coming to you live from Arkland and Schulte Stadium. So better know the Puncher Dome, waiting this upcoming kickoff to your racing punchers and the Junction Eagles. And uh, before we go to interview with head coach Cloud, punchers undefeated on the season. Uh, you know, one of the one of the better years uh, under his tenure. And Junction also comes in here with one of the better years they've had uh, in season past six and two. Although uh, I think Mason's had a better strength of schedule as we were discussing, and uh, very, very impressive uh, to be at this point. But let's uh, let's go to my interview with uh, head coach Michael McLeod. Here's Coach McLeod, week eight. Uh, first of all, congratulations on being undefeated, and uh, you know close ball game win over Johnson City uh, last Friday. Uh, if you would just kind of talk about that. You know, I've heard I've heard it two ways. One, it's 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 a great win, and and two, it's an almost lose. You know, I don't know what, what you told the kids afterwards, but uh, kind of talk about uh, that game. Kind of you know, give us that insight, and then we'll move on to Junction. Uh, first and foremost, uh, yeah, you know, we'll we'll take wins all day long. Uh, you know, from a from a you know, outside looking in or, or just a very broad view. Uh, it was a win and we'll take it. Um, and, uh, you know, great teams find a way to win uh, regardless of, you know, adversity, circumstances, situations, any of that. Um, and so, you know, then once you once you get inside the office or, or get inside the locker room, you know, we always obviously can tell where we went wrong, what we did well, what we didn't do well, what almost cost us, what did cost us, um, you know, but, uh, you know, honestly, Again, the kids played hard. Um, they gave, I mean, just what they were able to give, they gave to that game. Um, and, uh, you know, good for us that, uh, you know, those kids found a way to win um, and got the stops when they needed stops, got drives when they needed drives. I thought our offense played extremely well. Um, no turnovers um, offensively. Um, and so I thought our coaching staff did a great job of, of managing clock and, and, and uh you know, converting fourth downs. I, th I believe we were four, four, four on fourth down, um, and so just you know, that's unbelievable pressure on on the kids and the coaches, um, and so extremely, extremely uh, pleased with their performance. Um, and so defensively, um, I thought you know we played below average. Um, I think uh, um, you know, obviously uh, the quarterback was a special kid. Um, he created some of that um, himself, and that's what good players do. Um, but then we had some self-inflicting wounds ourselves, um, eyes in the wrong places in the secondary. And, you know, I can get pretty detailed in some of that stuff. But um, overall, offensively, played above average and played really well. Defensively, played below average. Um, and so it was a good good eye-opener for us. Luckily, we didn't have to uh, learn our lesson the, the hard way. Um, but all in all, I believe it was a good film uh, for us to watch um, and learn from, from mistakes, um, knowing that you know we got just as equal big games coming up and equal competition coming up um, and so you know um, in order to continue the path we're on uh, we're not going to be able to make some of those mistakes consistently um, if we want to consistently be successful so you know all in all uh, I was proud of our kids and our coaches for for doing what it takes to win you know some games are just like that you know and and uh, you know there's multiple factors into that you know you got an injury early on with a uh, two-way starter, um, you know, just coming off a big emotional game and a, and a bye week. Um, you got, you know, we can, we can uh, maybe throw some questionable calls in there. Not, not that would affect us winning and losing, but just, you know, making it a little more difficult. Um, 
and then uh, just coming out flat. Um, and, and, and so anyways, all those factors being considered, we won and uh, you know, we'll be happy with that win. And you know, we've had a week now to process all this and, and get the mistakes fixed and get some of the uh, skills um, fixed and uh, hopefully we'll be better for it. So, um, you know, I know we got Junction coming up. Um, they're way more competitive, uh, way more talented than they have been in the past. Um, and I know they wouldn't want nothing more um, than to come to the Puncher Dome and uh, knock us off our winning streak here this year um, and, and put that that number one in the L column for us. So, uh, you know, very talented group. I know they're young, um, and, but I know they got a lot of hope and optimism in this group. Um, and rightfully so, they need it. Uh, they're a talented group um, of sophomores and juniors. They only have one senior on their football team. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, we got to come out and, and we've got to, we got to match, you know, match what we did last week on offense. And we've got to be a heck of a lot better on defense. Um, and I know we will, uh, we got a good game plan. Um, you know, and we've been, uh, you know, we've been working on some stuff and, and right now, you know, our bodies are getting tired. You know, we've been going probably oh, about 12 weeks in a row now, including two a days. Um, we've been playing some physical football games, um, and, and some, some tight, high emotional uh, games and uh, that takes a toll on kids body at the end of the day they're still teenagers um, but they're doing a fantastic job of uh, continuing to push um, and continuing to do the things that we ask them to do to be successful and and uh, you know we got we got some special working here and, and it's uh, it's a great team uh, the camaraderie um, is extremely fun that doesn't mean we don't have problems here and there but man uh, you know, it just, it's worth fighting for, um, all the way around in multiple, multiple different ways. And so, man, our kids are fighting, our coaches are fighting, our community is out there supporting us really well. Um, and we're all thankful for where we're at. Um, but definitely not satisfied, um, with where we're at, you know, we want to keep going. Um, and so, uh, you know, our kids are doing a fantastic job and I'm very pleased with them. 95.3 KNEL. Uh, welcome back to the Puncher Dome. Your undefeated Mason Punchers back out on the field, out of the field house in their uh, last-minute pregame warm-ups. Junction Eagles still inside. They they uh, did their pregame without shoulder pads. Uh, don't know, I'm not sure the uh, reason for that, but uh, they're probably going to have a little more, a little more energy coming out. It's a nice cool evening for uh, fall football, and we're happy to bring it back to you here on. 95.3. Kenya, Will Amber, Michael Walker, and Dave Underwood. Coming in under the wire. Uh, Mason's undefeated, 7-0. Junction, 6-2. Mason had the advantage of the bye week early or midseason and uh, had a great win over John City last week, 20-27. Uh, just heard from Coach Cloud uh, about that game. Uh, obviously, they had a lot of good talent, but, uh, you know, a lot of people feel like there was some stuff uh, left out there that we could have done better, especially on the defensive side. But uh, credit to this Mason Puncher team, staying undefeated and winning three close ball games against some really good talent. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, um, last week, uh, again, uh, Johnson City just matched our physicality and and uh, hung in the game and and uh, you know made it a really close one there at the end. Thank you to uh, their head coach for taking the ball out of the best player's hands and uh, not scoring the two-point conversion. Otherwise, we uh, might have be in here with a loss or uh, kicking the field goal, and we still might be playing overtime still today. We'll see. 
Mason comes into this uh, game 7-0 and on the year. Uh, they average about 37.8 points a game. Uh, they average about 16 uh, first downs a game. They have about nine-plus penalties per game for usually 100-plus yards, right at 90 yards. Um, we've run the ball 262 times on the year for a smooth 2,000 yards and uh, 286 yards per game and about seven uh, and a half yards of carry. Todd's touched, uh, touched it 71 times for 648 yards. He's averaging nine yards a game, and he's got 10 scores. Uh, Solario's touched it 61 times for 499 yards. That's eight yards per carry. Uh, I mean, absolute thoroughbred touchdown last week against Johnson City. Uh, they turned him loose out of the gates. He's got nine touchdowns on the season. King's got five touchdowns on the season on 46 touches uh, for 248 yards, uh, five and a half yards per carry. Mason has passed the ball 200 for 251 yards on the season. That's 36 yards a game. Uh, however, they had 49 yards last week uh, between Schmidt and Bowley on five completions of seven attempts. Mason on defense has given up about 12 and a half points per game. Uh, rushing the ball, they've given up about 110 yards per game, passing about 90 yards per game. Um, uh, special teams, we've stayed excellent on the extra points. Uh, kicking game's been good, and the coverage game has been excellent. So, uh, uh, you know, Mason uh, doing, some, doing some impressive things. The numbers are probably a little more skewed than what they have been in years past, uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, still holding them in there. One of the things that we didn't accomplish last week, we did not have a turnover last week or cause a turnover last week yeah. where we've been in the plus margin every game so far, and uh, we were not last week. So I'm sure McLeod's got that in the back of his mind as well as uh, this defense needs to stay aggressive. You know, I don't think the linebackers were as aggressive last week as they were against Wall, and I think that kind of hurt us a little bit uh, as well. I think we need to get after this junction quarterback. I think we need to stop their playmakers in the backfield. They've got a kid that runs the ball very physical, uh, and I think we need to uh, to kind of put the pressure on him and let him feel the shoulder pad or two uh, as we get through this first quarter. Well, I think that's the key to the game on our defensive side. I think we'll take care of it on offense. I think we'll be able to move the ball as long as we protect it. But uh, you know, we're going up against a, still a very young junction team. Uh, players to watch on that side, you know, we played them – Played them all last year, and most of them are freshmen. They've got one senior on the roster. Uh, players to watch, starting quarterback, uh, number five, Chase and Doyle, sophomore, uh, number uh, 27, Cornhoeing, junior, tailback, number 11, Aiden Cardwell, uh, clear name, uh, coming back as a junior uh, outside of the tackles. you got number two, Angel Cruz, who can also uh, step into that quarterback spot. He's a junior this season, and also – uh, they got a big 6'3", 185 uh, player in uh, number four, Caden Roberts. And uh, these Junction kids, these young kids, they come from a pretty good uh, stock lineage of Junction, you know, players. Uh, just because of my personal knowledge over there and people I know, uh, you know a lot of their dads were uh, very productive, very successful uh, in the in the late 90s, had an undefeated team heading into a Mason game. And uh, like I said, they... <laughs> It's kind of like the you know Junction 2.0 uh, type team. They're still young, but man, they got a, they're going to have a lot of experience here in a couple of years. And this is one of those games with those leader, senior leaders, captains. You know, you just got to you just kind of have to take care of business, 
Don't let it get in your head. And then that, pass that on to the next generation, the next level. As you're making punches, take the field. I see my son, Dexter Lambert, carrying out the American flag. And uh, also Matthew Norman on the punch flag. Uh, one thing I was going to mention, seems like, you know, we've been calling these games long enough. You know, there's always personal foul penalties in Mason Junction. And I asked Coach McLeod, and it's kind of off the record, but I was asking about Matt White Rowe. You know, he's very aggressive. Yeah. And he gets, he gets called both, both sides of the ball. We're fixing to go to the yeah. National Anthem. We'll stay right here. It's the Mighty Band from Puncherland. Uh, you should be able to hear him. get this one underway as uh, uh, no, I didn't they, mean to no, I was just about to say uh, before the captain's grab points off wasn't trying to call out wide row right. but the talk, there was some talk but what I, what I asked coach about it, he said no well, I stood up last Saturday in a captain, you know, after film meeting and said hey guys, that's on me yeah. right. I'm improving this and then sure enough, last, last week, even though there were some of those penalties that were lower. Right. And and so that's kind of what this team is trying to do, uh, trying trying to limit that without, you know, taking out that aggressive move. Here, here tonight uh, in the Puncher Dome, uh, uh, Hill Country Telephone uh, Company has uh, uh, paid for everybody's meal at the concession stand on the home side. Uh, it's a uh, commemorative uh, coin toss as well, a uh, special coin uh, brought to us by Hill Country uh, telephone, and they are out to with the officials at uh, the Horseshoe M at uh, 50 yard line as the captains join, and they're going to assist with the coin flip. So, kind of a neat deal, neat experience for them, and we appreciate uh, Hill Country Telephone and their support of the, not only the Mason Countries, but uh, this portion of the Texas Hill Country. Pretty still night. Uh, it's pretty warm today. 96 degrees was the high here in Mason, Texas. There's no wind. Uh, we cooked about 700 hamburgers out there on the parking lot at the tailgate for the commercial bank over lunch. Uh, Mr. Underwood came and enjoyed one of those. And we uh, are about ready for some football. Mason Punchers are going to be in purple jerseys, gray pants, and purple helmets. And Junction's going to be in all white here tonight with purple, uh, or I mean with uh, black numbers. So they've got white helmets, uh, white jerseys, white pants, and black numbers. Captain. For the punchers, number 55, Rollin Todd. Number two, Frankie Bowley. Number 21, Case Weber. And number three, Kenan Jacoby as 
Looks like Mason wins the toss. And they're going to receive the football. Or no, excuse me, maybe Junction won the toss. And the third of the Well, that wasn't a call, but generally Mason does not. <laughs> a white hat reverses rolls. Now he's going to say Junction receives the football. So or that's right. So anyway, uh, lights are on. Well, they're working currently, and uh, we are about ready to get this one underway. Uh, we certainly want to thank our sponsors of this year's broadcast, as we certainly couldn't do it without them. Uh, the Commercial Bank, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Willow Creek Cafe and Club, Mason Building Supply and Rental, Hill Country Collision Repair, Laneburg Realty, Mason Bank, Destination Ford, Moore's Farm and Ranch, Dan Gandy Real Estate, and Hoffbauer Chevrolet and Cadillac of Lamb Passes, Texas. White Row getting ready to tee this one up. As the sun sets behind the hill, the dome is bright, the dome is loud, and uh, Mason Puncher football is ready to get underway as they'll be kicking off from our left to right. Uh, back deep to receive for the Eagles, number four, Caden Roberts, and number five, the quarterback, Chasen Doyle, standing around their own 20. You know, they also send out number 11, Aiden Cargill, the tailback. Yep. They're three deep. Texas Rangers are threatening with man on first and third with two outs. They lead the Astros 4-2 to two in the bottom of the eighth inning for all those that uh, are baseball fanatics this time of year. Hunters uh, ready to kick off here, open up this uh, district ball game. Hunters undefeated 7-0, Junction 6-2. Big win over Stockdale last week. Young team, 13 sophomores. Seven juniors, one that was, senior. That was two weeks ago they played Stockdale. Two weeks ago. I played Harper last week. But they're winning games. And uh, Mason Brown going to have to pick it up here on the terms of their physicality and uh, going to have to play their game of football. They're sided. They're, they're bouncing. They're skipping. White Road takes a run, puts his foot into it, kicks it Great kick. At the end of the end zone for a touchback, Coach will take over their own 20. So, number five, Jason Doyle, turning quarterback. Only a sophomore, but so he was capable last season. Here goes that defense. Uh, they've been they've been very impactful at times and uh, leading the turnover margin on the season. No turnovers calls last week. Uh, I can tell you right now, I know Coach McLeod well enough, that uh, that, was a, that was a conversation uh, in practice this week of getting a turnover. They start out five wide, empty backfield. Doyle. In the gun. Motions inside receiver left to right. Takes the snap. Sprint out pass. Those on the run for the pass. That's what I'm talking about. Keep the pressure on him right there. It's Matthew King uh, and Hunter Bradley. Hunter Bradley charged him from the corner position and uh, left a free man behind him. Quarterback throws it wide. Second down and 10 from the 25. Oh, had a man open out there. Good coverage. Second down. Just underway here. Junction receives the opening kick. Second down. Time. Goal goes under center. Eye formation behind. Twins left. Oh, timeout already. Junction, wow. Texas. Junction is, is uh, already nervous enough that they snapped the ball twice. 11 minutes, 55 seconds here in the puncher dome in the first quarter. And uh, let's take a 30-second with them. We'll be right back here on 95.3 KNEL. 
Langberg Realty is a longtime sponsor of Mason Punchers football coverage on Friday nights. As third-generation punchers and realtors, we bring experience, preparation, and commitment to excellence when serving our clients' real estate needs. Ranches, homes, farms, commercial, river and hunting properties. Whether you're buying or selling, in the game or on the sideline, contact us for your property playbook at 325-347-5360 or online at LambergRealty.com. Lambert Realty, choice of the Hill Country since 1975. 95.3 KNEL. And we're back, and uh, we're fixing to snap the ball for the second time as Junction has a second down and 10 from the 25. Uh, now, same formation, high backfield, quarterback under center, lead play right side. Mason had a junior yard, yeah. Junior Gomez all over that as a defensive tackle. And uh, he did, He took big old 55. 55's got a whole foot on him, height-wise, but pound for pound, uh, Junior oh, Gomez. I was, I was trying to say earlier, starting defensive line was a little different tonight. Gomez gets the start. Chance for on the left. Wild Rose back out there, but Matthew Norman got the start. Yeah. A little change up there on the front. Third right down and eight. Ball on the 27-yard line. Hits the formation. Twins left. Broken eye. Right. Set. Doyle inside. Oh, oh yeah! Great hit by Dakota. That was Solario. That was Solario. Solario quick to the outside, and there's going to be no gain on the play. It brings up fourth down and eight from the 27-yard line. That's that's what watching film gives you right there. This great defensive play. Fourth down, eight. The center 11 minutes junction. I will say this, that uh, Ryan Todd is due on running one back. It's been since Ballinger since we've seen that happen. 10-40 here in the first quarter, and Junction's going to punt it as they go three and out. Oh! Standing back near the 30, short kick. Going to land at midfield and bounce back. Good puncher bounce. Puncher position. So they'll get it inside Junction's territory. 48-yard line on junction side of the field is where Mason will snap the ball for the first time as they move from our left to right. Frankie Bowley, back at quarterback, Carlton Schmidt, started last game, came out with a growing injury. Doesn't sound too terrible, but uh, they're likely going to keep him out while he's uh, recovering. It's nice to know you've got two yeah. two options there. Well, three. We've got three. Uh, and Jacoby can play quarterback, too. He's split out wide right. Split backfield, bowling under center. Toss straight to side. Left side, makes a cut. And Junction swarms to the football. About two yards. Two yards on the play as uh, number, number 11. Number 11. Uh, uh, he is a, he's a beast. He's one of their studs. Say, Aiden Carwell. I mean, that's uh, one of their junior players, returning starters. That kid got after it there. So, good tackle right there on Todd. Brings up second down and eight. Ball on the 46-yard line of now, Junction. Now, Bowley goes into the gun. Todd next to his right. Twins right. And they're going to give it to Todd. And no, Bowley kept it. On the reap. He's wrapped up at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Maybe a half yard. Of, no, I right, should have gave It was a read option, and he should have gave it instead of keep it on that one. He's only going to gain pick up two yards. Going to bring up a long third down and six. The ball crosses over the junction 45 to the 44-yard line. That was a good fake. Junction, they're, they're swarming to the football. 
If he didn't give it, that was a big old hole. That was about a six-yard pickup. Didn't look like it. We were behind the line of scrimmage. Bowley under center. Twins left. Rod and King. Bring out pass. There he is. Bowley has a man. I mean, just selling. Yeah, just overthrow. Hunter Bradley incomplete. I don't know what he was doing there. As uh, He had him wide open out there. All he had to do was, I mean, just guide it. He really didn't even have to throw it. So with nine minutes uh, left to go here in the first quarter, Mason on their first possession is three and out. All Junction forces a three and out, and they're likely to punt here as they are on the Junction 44-yard line, trying to pin them deep. They tried to go far side on that pass, even though it looked like middle of the field. Bully had to roll his left, and uh, just a hard pass to complete out there. Right-handed quarterback. Todd goes back to punt. Low snap, picks it up. Off the side is right. Great kick. Yeah, and, and uh, Joel's going to call a fair catch, or excuse me, number 12. He's going to call for the fair catch. Rock Bearshore. Matthew King was all over him. So that pins him inside the 15 down to the 13-yard line. Junction will have it for the second time in this ball game as they went three and out on their first uh, series. Yeah, uh, impressive first stop by Junction at midfield. Hunter's going to have to uh, keep his field position as here we go. And their athletes comes in. So to note you back, if you just tuned in with us, Junction called a timeout after they snapped the ball one time uh, and then uh, went two more plays and out. Corn Hoying in the backfield next to Dorley. Give it to Oh, him. good play. Good and play. Get him in the backfield on the give. Good play. That was uh, – that was number 50 for us. Chance Reed. That's Chance Reed. Great play. Great read, Reed. <laughs> Great read. Flat row came for the assist. So that's going to back them up two yards. It's going to be a second down and 12. The ball sits on the 11-yard line. I was looking out there. It looks like Matthew King right outside linebacker. Carlton Schmidt still playing on defense. About the injury on the left side. Hunters uh, bring eight to the box. Doyle has a gun. Looking to throw. That's a great play. That is a great play on defense. Try to go to Roberts. Ryan Todd right there, outsized by Roberts, the tight end. And uh, he just made a great play and swatted that ball away. Took his hands away from him is what he did. And timed that hit perfectly uh, when the ball uh, – he timed it up where the when the ball got there, he just slapped it away. Yeah. So it brings up third down and 12, ball on the 11-yard line. Still would have only been about a two or three-yard pickup there on the crossing route. 808 remaining in the first, still scoreless. Junction has the ball. Yeah. Now they're going to put the ball is going to be in the gun, hoaring next to him. To his right. That's right. They roll that way. Clancy's all over him. Yeah. Oh, he jukes him. Quarterback Dixon pulls it down. Going to try to stay on his feet, but it would be a sack. But he's back at the original line of scrimmage. Yeah, they may give him a yard on the play. Maybe looks like they're going to give him one yard. It's going to bring up fourth down and eleven. So punting once again are the Junction Eagles from further back than before. Todd's going to be standing in midfield. Oh no! Houston Astros just hit a three-run home run. <laughs> and. That puts them on top five to four in the top of the ninth. Quarterback duel. 
Makes the punt. Todd catches it. No fair catch at the 45, and he's brought down, but we're still in Junction territory. Very risky play there by Todd, as uh, he should have fair caught that and uh, made that happen. We do have a flag on the play. We're going to be, I'm guessing, pass catch interference. Uh, block in the back, maybe. Yeah. I think it might have been a block in the back. Todd caught it in traffic at about the 43. Block in the back on the punchers, and uh, that's going to march them back uh, across the 50-yard line to the 44-yard line of the punchers where they will have first and 10. So seven minutes left to go here still in the first quarter, and this will be Mason's second possession of the ball game. Mr. brings in the play from the sideline. He's going to be in the gun. Lario offset to his left. Bunch receivers side to side. And this is. Oh, he bunched it. He's gone. Play. See ya. Place to take in the backfield. Down the red sideline. We've seen this before. Touchdown, puncher. <laughs> Lario just shucked the tackle in the backfield and then took off. Uh, and a hundred meter player just punted our pylon back yeah. to the fence. Well, Lario just showed his his threat there. He did that against Johnson City last same play. Yeah, just his own right hand off left side. Good job there by Coach Edwards of letting the thoroughbred run early, and just like that, Mason punchers on top of the Junction Eagles. Right row, there's your point. Pick the bully, catches it. It's good. Puts it down, kick is good. Let's stay right here and thank a couple of our sponsors on this first touchdown score. The Commercial Bank is a proud sponsor of the Mason Puncher game. Come by and find it. Come by and see us, or find us on the web at ccbmason.com. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Sorry, Curtis, I didn't quite get that out like you do. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll try better next time. Well, we talk so much faster. If it's home or ranch land that you're looking for to buy or sell, Nine Bar Landing Cattle are your realtors who can get it done. We've got you. Uh, we've got your Hill Country Dream on the web at WeSellRanchLand.com. I, just, I'm sorry, go I was going to read one more. Weather Creek Cafe and Club. For the very best home cooking Monday through Sunday, 6 to 10, and Monday through Sunday, 5 to midnight at the club, Willow Creek, it's a tradition. I was just going to point out, I'm looking across the sideline at the Junction Eagle mascot. Now, they're a typical eagle, you know, wide head, brown feathers. That's a golden like, eagle. Well, it looks like a red-tailed hawk is what it looks like. Over there. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking. So, anyway, they're, they're, at least they took the, the wings off their helmets. They're kind of back to the traditional. Got a nice helmet. Yeah. I don't see a J or a or an eagle wing on them, but they're back to receive the kick. Mason gets on the board first, leading seven to zero, on a sudden Solario. What a what is that about a 60, 60 yard run? That was a uh, five yard run. Sixty five yard touchdown. Wide 56, row. 56, 56, oh, 44. Yeah, 44, 56. Uh, row put one yeah. in the end That's a great time. kick. Roberts takes it inside the five. But he's got room to the right side. He gets it out no. to the near the 20. The junction offense take over for the third that's time. Better than a kick. That's better than a touchback. Yeah. So 20-yard uh, line is where junction will have it for the third time in this first quarter. 
two three and outs is the best they've done so far as the Mason defense has been all over them. Seven to nothing is your score here in the Dome. And um, with seven minutes left to go here in the first quarter, Mason scores first on a, on a uh, 56-yard. Absolutely nobody touched him. Yeah. Well, they, in a backfield, he, he, broke, he broke the first contact and then took off on touch. As Cruz goes in motion left to right, they give it to they got all Cardwell for about no. a yard. That was a great defensive play right there. Good shift on the defensive line. Knew where the ball was coming. And Chance Reed and uh, looks like Matthew King were in on that tackle as they tried to run it up the middle. They're going to fall forward for two yards, second down and eight. Matthew Norman in the game early on that line of scrimmage. Same linebackers oh, in really? secondary. King, Solario, Osborne, Schmidt, Hunter Bradley, left corner, Ryan Todd, Bowley at the safeties, and Casey Jacoby at the right side corner. Doyle. In the gun, three receivers. Oh, great play. They go great back play, Clancy. Osborne has him in the backfield. And eight. Woo! Great play by Clancy Osborne. I mean, he shot the ball. Oh, flag comes out after the play. It's going to be a personal foul. Yeah, I don't know. Something was said. That's going to be on us. Oh, personal yeah. foul on the punchers. So that's going to give uh, Junction their first first down of the game. Said something after the play. Uh, Osborne comes out. Case Weber goes in. But yeah, you got to imagine it was just some jawboning there after that stop. But it gives Junction new life. First and ten. Six minutes remaining in the first quarter. Mason leads it seven to zero. I hope they don't kill his enthusiasm there. Well, he did a we great job. Big, we did a big game after out of Clancy. Did a great job there, just throwing that tail back in the backfield and waiting for the cavalry. First and ten, Junction Eagles on the 35-yard line after the personal foul. High formation behind Doyle. He's going to give it. ISO left side. Nowhere and to go. Tough for a yard. He's going to pick up two yards, just uh, a charity yard there, and that's going to bring up second down and eight. Junction. Great balance, uh, those spread, but they they run a very similar style offense to Mason. They don't they don't do the wing tee, but uh, they'll run it, they'll throw it. All the same formations, a lot of twins. They got Roberts without wide for the huddle even break. Twins left. Tailback number 27, Corin Poing to the right. Roberts, he's in the gun. Uh, they, they motion. Receivers, they got trips on the left side. King Solario. Doyle showing his quickness. Keeps it and out of bounds. Yeah. The 44. It's going to bring up a third down and short, though, of about three yards. Uh, oh, they're going to mark him way back there. So he only picked up about three yards on the play. It's going to be third down and four. The ball sitting on the uh, 41 yard line. Solario took a bad angle there when he, when he approached yeah. the quarterback and uh, he tried to cut short. He took the shortcut, and uh, you need to keep that guy moving laterally down the field. So, oh, only a sophomore quarterback, but he just showed his wheels there. Yeah. Third down and four, 5-15 in the first. Mason leads it 7-0, Junction driving. Two back alongside. Well, in the gun, they give it to Cardwell. Who He's not going to make it. He gets some yak, but not to the first down marker. Nope. So it's going to be fourth down and one. I wouldn't be surprised to see Junction go for it here. I mean, they're they're half a yard out, but gosh, credit number eleven. 
He took on the first defender. Pushed, pushed the pile forward. It's a full yard, no doubt. Ball sits on the 44-yard line. Mason's fourth and one. Hands up. We can hear him below us. Doyle brings us away from the sideline. Junction. Yeah, I'm with Underwood. They're giving it to 11. They're going to go triple I backfield behind Stack Mason em. Doyle. Fourth and short. Oh, he tripped. Oh, the ball's out. They got the ground. Matthew Keith. Matthew Keith got it. He's going to the house. <laughs> Matthew Keith. Gets his score. Touchdown, Patrick. Wow. Jason Doyle. The center steps on his foot. Yeah. And he, he tries the one-handed pitch. The, the center stepped on his foot. And he threw a one-handed pitch up in the air, and the running back couldn't I get think, it. I think the running back had it in his chest, but the ball came Matthew out. Matthew King. Oh, yeah. Matthew King did a great job. Great job. Touchdown, punchers. Extra point pending. Great defensive score there. The Mason tries to make this lead 14-0, Matt. Wyatt Rowe, the kicker. Frankie Bowie. Placeholder. Good snap by Todd. Todd and Rowe puts in. That's no right. It's no good. Yeah, he is. My I goodness. Right. I saw him miss a few in warm-ups, uh, so that's a rare miss uh, for White Rowe on the extra point. 4.20 left to go here in the first quarter. Mason Punchers have a defensive and an offensive touchdown. They lead this ball game 13 to nothing. Let's pause 30 seconds. You're listening to Mason Puncher football 95.3 KNEO. If you're not a millionaire, but you want your home to look like a million, visit Mason Building Supply and Rental to discover ideas on upgrading everything from storm doors, interior and exterior paint, siding to countertops and tiling throughout your home. Whether it's one room or a whole house you want to improve, Mason Building Supply and Rental has the designs, staff and distinctive merchandise to turn dull into dazzling, so-so into smashing, blasé into beautiful. Anyone can enjoy having a home inspired with beauty with a little help from Mason Building Supply and Rental. 95.3 KNEL. Uh, welcome back here. It's still 420 remaining in the first quarter. Mason Punches lead it. That was Junction 13 to 0. Junior Gomez. Wide row pushed the extra point a little wide right. Junction uh, tried it on a fourth and short and fumbled the football in exchange. Mason. Junior, 76. Did a scoop and score. Matthew King gets the credit. He's only about this tall. Still moving from our left to right. Right row. Going to be about 10 yards behind the football. And a few yards to his left. And kicking him right on the goal line. And he does it again. Great kick. As Roberts takes Somebody hit him. the side. Has room again on the right side. And gets it out across the 25 to about the 27. Side comes in behind the play. I hope that's the other way this time. So flag on the field. They did cross the 20, uh, the 25 yard line. Personal foul on Junction. That's going to back them up well inside the 15 yard line. And then it's going to be first and 10 from there. Four minutes left to go here in the first quarter. Your Mason Punchers have an offensive and a defensive touchdown. The only hiccup we've had is we had a personal foul and we missed an extra point. So it is 13 to nothing here in the Puncher Dome as uh, Mason leads the Junction Eagles. Uh, we've got some uh, substitutes yeah. here on the line of scrimmage. Cannon Jacoby, or, excuse me, Cannon Raven comes in at the nose guard. 
We're making Matt, them hungry. Matthew Norman in there at the right defensive end. Chantry doing a good job on the left side. Defense. Went into turnover margin. Junction goes twins left. Offset eye left. Still in the shotgun. They're going to give it to Cardwell. Right side. Oh, big old. Has a lot of room on the edge, but a good job just tracking that play down. Ryan Todd. Kept him from getting the first down. I thought he – luckily he doesn't have much breakaway speed. Yeah, he just As, got around the uh, corner. And, but it is going to bring him second down and three. Yeah, they just, the ball is out to the 20-yard line. It's still about a weak side there. 27. Horing the tailback brings him the play. He'll be to the right of Doyle. He'll have four wide receivers on this play. And straight drop back, looking at the interception. Right into the hands of Carlton Schmidt. He broke on that route. Where the quarterback dies all the way. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? We didn't have any turnovers last week, and we've got two for touchdowns. This week. Uh, only thing I missed about that is last season when they got turnovers, they played the Rocky song as they were coming off the field. Kind of like what you see in the NFL when they go to the end zone. It's a way to celebrate. I get it. But my goodness, just like that, two touchdowns in about two touchdowns in less 20 than seconds? 20 seconds, yeah. 20 seconds off the clock, two scores. White row looking right. to make uh, another extra point here. Oh, oh offsides on Johnson. The kick is up. Yeah. It's good. Get on the kick. And you can apply that to the kickoff. That'll be a touchback. 3.55 left to go here in the first quarter. Mason Punchers lead this one 20 to nothing over the Junction Eagles. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID. and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. This is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. Now we're back. Uh, Mason gets another defensive score on a Carlton Schmidt interception return for a touchdown. We were, we were estimating it was 20 seconds. It was actually 25. Uh, we, the 420. Uh, Matthew King does the scoop and score, and then at 355 or 350, uh, Carlton Schmidt uh, picks up the out route and uh, takes it to the house. Mason Punchers lead 20 to zero. 355 remaining in the, in the first quarter. Junction's ent- enthusiasm on the field is uh, not nearly as uh, pumped up as uh, they were a minute ago. I didn't see him that pumped up to start the game. I saw our players, like, jumping up and down. Uh, Junction didn't even they didn't yeah. wear their shoulder pads. This ought to be a kickback because, uh, I mean, we're kicking it off from the 45 or from the 40-yard line. Oh, they didn't accept the penalty, did they? Why not? Right row. Kicking off again. He's going to go deep. Roberts again. Still there on the five. Let's take it right side. And... This time, oh, get Gavin McBee gets a good wrap-up on the sideline at the 25. Gavin McBee's thrown some blows, and you don't really want to just run right at him. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a wingspan. I mean, he just, he just gets, her, gets her, his arms around you. So the Mason the Puncher Mason defense is outscoring the offense currently as uh, they have two takeaways for touchdowns. 
one. I don't, would you call that an interception? That would be a or a completion to the defense. No, I mean on the on the first defensive score. No, no, no. Well, the first the ball didn't hit the ground. No, it's. I think it's a lateral top fumble. I mean, it may be an interception. Yeah, that's. that's it never touched the ground. Cardinal gets the hand up right side. Oh, he is stuck. He ran into Carlton oh, Smith. Stays on his feet. Carlton stood him up. Yeah, that's a that's a big back out there, about 190 pounds. So, uh, with that being said, they get, they're going to give him a yard. Second down and nine. Ball's on the 25. Uh, defense feeling it. I mean, they're they're hungry. I mean, I say hungry. Hungry after last week. Uh, and uh, I think they're just starting to feel they can dominate this junction offense. Second down. Caden Newell in the back in the gun. Cardwell to his left. Clancy. Still not back in the game. They're going to fake. The jet sweep. Bill tries to keep it. Makes a pretty good couple of moves. He gets out to the 30, but he's going to be still, uh, about six yards short of the first down. Wyatt Rowe comes out limping. That's not good. On that, uh, I don't know if it's an ankle or a knee. Braced knee. Oh, he hits the ground. He's he's mad. I hope that's not a, I hope that's not the knee. Anyway, Norman comes in. Chantry's been doing a good job. Jerry Gomez staying in there pretty much the whole first quarter. They're still not letting Clancy play. I don't know what he did on the personal foul. But 2.27 left to go here in the first quarter. And Junction facing a third down and five. They're going to go from the shotgun. Chase Weber comes in for Osborne. Solaria's still in there. He's looking to show blitz. Corner at the quarterback. Doyle scrambles on his feet. Gets the first. He's out near mid-fifth in the first down Junction. So we lost containment there. We need to continue to have containment. Gosh, I'm I'm scared to see what this quarterback can do in a couple of years. He's only a sophomore. That that kid's got more quickness I've seen than that quarterback from John Taylor. Oh yeah, he's pretty uh, pretty fleet of foot. But I mean, the thing about it is, is they're one dimensional. I mean, just containing. You can tell he's he's winded. He's got hands on his hips. He'll be on the gun. Offset. Ida was left. Twins left. Robertson Cruz. I mean, he ain't Patrick Mahone. And they get his own read to Cardwell. Gets a couple. He better get 34 back in the ball game. Yeah, that, that had to be one of those personal foul types. Like, no, we can't have that type of you know, action. Otherwise, yeah. or, hopefully he's not injured. But he's, you can see him on the sideline. He wants he's to be not injured. Second down and eight, a minute and a half remaining in the first quarter. Mason leads it 20 to zero. Two defensive scores, one on offense. Quarterback number five, Doyle, has a gun, gets it to Hoeing. He makes a pretty good move in the backfield, gets it out to 50. He'll have a few yards to go for the first. So it's going to bring up third down and about four. Ball's going to be straight up the 50 yard line with one minute left to go here in the first quarter. 20 to nothing is your score. Been a long first quarter, man, because Mason's been taking defensive scores back to touchdowns. Don't forget about the Commercial Bank. They're a proud sponsor of the Mason Puncher Games. Come by and see us or find us on the web at tcbmason.com. The Commercial Bank, it's a better way to bank. Wins right for the Eagles. Roberts and Cardwell. Go out of the shotgun. Got two backs to his right. They give him a play. 
Left side, and he's got the first, even though Matthew King slowed him down. Just a good inside move yeah. there. By there was a giant, big, giant hole, 52, had King all, all held up there. Uh, they didn't call it. If it's home or ranch land that you're looking for to buy or sell, Nine Bar Land and Cattle are your realtors that can get it done. We've got your Hill Country dream on the web at WeSellRanchLand.com. So game clock is under the play clock. Junction's just going to take this one to the second quarter. Ball at the Mason 45. Let me get this one more in here. Willow Creek Cafe and Club for the very best home cooking Monday through Sunday, 6 a.m. through 10 p.m. And Monday through Sunday, 5 p.m. to midnight at the club. Willow Creek Cafe, it's a tradition. It's the end of the first quarter here in the Puncher Dome. Your Mason Punchers lead 20 to nothing over Junction Eagles. And uh, let's pause 10 seconds for station ID. You're listening to Puncher Football on 95.3 KNEL. Felt like a long first quarter, but... 30 minutes. We actually started three minutes early. And uh, we're live here. Uh, Let's try that pause 10 seconds for station ID one more time. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. Welcome back here to the Puncher Dome. Uh, the Mason Punchers lead this from 20 to 0 as we start the second quarter. And we'll put sides of the field. Junction finally got into Mason territory in that last play. Uh, handoff to number 27, uh, Corin, I believe his name is Hoeing. And Hunter defense on their heels. Junction's best field position of the night. Clancy Osborne back on the field, thank goodness, as uh, he's another one that can gum up that in time. Jason Doyle in the gun. Got to hit a receiver at running back out here. Going to his right. Straight drop back, looking to throw deep down the right side. That's Cardwell on the back. Great shot. play, great play. As he was all over it, and uh, just right there where he needed to be, he played the he played the eyes of the receiver. He didn't turn around and navigate the ball, but he could tell right when that ball was coming, and just threw his hands up at the last minute and knocked that one away. You know, I, I knew that receiver, that running back was way out here. Why, why would they put him out out here at receiver if they weren't going to try to throw it to him? Good job, Kennedy Jacoby. Just yeah, second down and ten. Ball on the forty-five. Oh, look at that! Lucky Lantern's yeah. on. Twins. Lucky Lantern is on. One's left the near side. Last oh. snap. They give it to Owen right side. Nowhere to go. Got oh, no. him, baby, Junior Gomez. I tell you what, he's eating them up. He's eating them up from the defensive tackle spot. Well, Chance Reed also, man, he's getting in there on, on those tackles too. Two young guys in there and the defensive front. You know, Junior Gomez forced that forced that center back earlier to step on the quarterback's foot and uh, gave Matthew King that defensive touchdown. Matthew Norman in there for White Row. We'll try to give you an update on his status as he came off the field into the first quarter. Third down and 11, ball on the 46-yard line. First time that the junction's been in Mason territory. Twins left. They motion Carwell from the wing back. Doyle, sprint out pass, left side. Now he pulls it down, reverses field, trying to keep it on the ground as Block is in front of him. Nowhere to go. Yeah, he gets back to the line of scrimmage at the 40. Yeah, they hit heads. Chance Reed, playing containment. 
Yeah, good job that five. time. Minor Munster comes in for him. Good job by Chance Reed in that bunt. And Jackson's going to punt it here from the Mason 45. Todd's going to go back. He's had one fair well, He's let one bounce, and he's trying to take another one in traffic. Here we go. Let's see what uh, Junction tries to do as they're on our side of the football field. Quarterback's punting the football. Takes it. Yeah, he's going to punt it. Gets it off. Away from Todd. He's going to run it. And catches out the bounce. Makes a good inside missile move. And tackle. Horse collar. Tackle that about the 30. No flying. Yeah, he's going to take that one out. Uh, let's see here. It's 40, 30 yard line is where they'll mark it for sure. Is this, is this the second time Mason's been off now? The second full time Mason's been off. Well, no, third time third Mason's time. been off. We went three and out on That's the first right. one. Yeah, yeah, three and out. So third time that Mason's had it from the line of scrimmage as the defense has more touchdowns than the offense does tonight. 10, 12 uh, left to go here in the first half of football. Mason leads it 20 to nothing. If you're just tuning in with us, uh, uh, we caused uh, two, I'm going to call it two interceptions. And, yeah, uh, I mean, I guess you could. King intercepted it on a handoff, essentially. Well, the other gun, they motion Bradley across right to left on the jet sweep, but he's Wrapped up before he can reach the corner. Yeah, two-yard pickup on the play. So, uh, a king intercepts a handoff, basically, uh, a fumbled handoff yeah. that never touched the ground, and he runs it to the house. And then uh, you had Carlton Schmidt, who just intercepts the route in the flats. I mean, well, throwing right to him. Yeah. And, uh, man, takes it for a pick six. And just two outstanding defensive plays. And then they turn the thoroughbred loose in Solario. And that, that, that dude, uh, you get him in open field, there ain't nobody going to catch him. Runs left on the near side. Bowie gets to Todd on the right. Going off tackle. That was a good play by number 52 uh, for Junction as he caught a shoelace of Todd. Slowed him down for only about a four-yard pickup. Split the difference on the, on, the, uh, on the sticks over there. Third down and five is what the punchers are facing. Lanebury brings in the play. It'll be split wide right along with Hunter Bradley in the slot. Thank you, Bowley. Out of the gun. He'll have it. two backs all set to his right. He's going to roll. They're not pass. Throws. Good catch. And hits Bradley at the 45 for the first. Good pass. Good pass and great catch. As uh, That's going to pick up the first down and then some. Pushes it out to the 45-yard line. Fresh set of downs with 8.58 left to go in this first half of football. It's leading 20-0. Oh, third time they haven't seen a lot of offense. They haven't had it to need it. Two defensive scores. And this time they go Bradley Underwood's left. Bully will stay in the gun. Makes a snap, makes it, keeps it. Oh, the ball comes out. Junction got it. On his own read, with Austin Reed, ball comes out at the mesh, and Junction will take over in Mason territory. Yeah, Bowley just being a little careless there with the ball, had it extended out, and uh, that's going to be a first uh, first turnover of the ball game for the punchers as uh, they give it right back to Junction right where they were. Uh, right where they punted it from, the 45-yard line on their side of the football field. Well, we saw a pretty good fake on that play earlier, and it looked like Bully wanted to keep it there. 
But the way that ball comes out tells me, you know, he's trying to get to the back. Doyle, two backs alongside him. Play action, swings it out to Cardwell, right side. Trying to get the edge. And he's pushed out at the 40, gain of about five. So King, uh, good pursuit that time to force the issue here to the outside, followed by Boley and Solario. Uh, just not much room to, to run on these uh, speedy linebackers. However, brings up second down and three, seven-yard pickup on the play. Second down and three, 818 left to go in this half. Mason Punchers lead this one 20 to nothing. Didn't look like much, but, man, pick up six yards on that play. Little empty backfield, five wide. He's going to motion Cruz right to the left, take the jet sweep. Oh, he's stuck in the backfield. Stays at home. Just kind of put a finger on the quarterback. That's Norman. That's Hunter Norman. Oh, that was Norman? Yeah. Yeah. Did a great job back there. Really didn't even hardly touch the quarterback. Big loss. Big loss of six yards on the play. And that brings up a third down and eight. Yeah, it looks like the quarterback, you know. That's five yards, sorry. Quarterback kind of just quick, quick math. <laughs> I was at least in the ballpark. Matthew Norman out there along with Cannon Raven. Landon Munson went at the left defensive end. A lot of substitution on that line of scrimmage. Doyle out of gun. They're going to motion the fullback right to left. Give it to Cardwell. He's got a pretty good lead block, but he's not going to get the first. Yeah, falls forward for about four yards. Yeah, oh, they're going to give it to him. So, same situation. Out to the 40-yard line. Fourth down and five. I, I guess they're going to – I would assume they're going to go for it here. But, it, anyway, they worked out for him last time when they punted. Quarterback's the punter. He brings the play in from the sideline. Oh, yeah. Definitely fourth down territory. Fourth and five from the Mason 45. The 40. They didn't do it. In the gun. Trips left. They're going to roll that way. Throw. And incomplete. Way overshot. Receiver was sure the first down. Bowley was all over that one as he was fixing to lay the wood. And uh, brings up a turnover on down. Mason Punchers are going to have it on the 40-yard line. Let's take it to the house, boys. Six minutes, 45 seconds left to go here in this ball game. in this First half of this ball game, twenty to nothing is your score. Better get some sponsors in in the second quarter. I've been a spectating. One touch. No country sure. collision repair will make your car like new again. Estimates are free. Call them at three two five three four seven five seven six seven, and we'll get you back on the road again. Hunter spread it out here. My right to left. Oh, we got a late substitution. Hunter gonna have to call a timeout. We'll take one with them. As a little miscommunication there, leading 20 to 0. This is the Mason Bunch Football on 853. Destination Ford has Ford trucks on the ground and they're ready to hit the road. You're only minutes away from unlocking incredible deals on a new Ford. 2023 Ford F-150, 3.9 APR for 60 months and 2,000 customer cash. Or a 2023 Ford Expedition, 1.9 APR for 60 months and $2,000 cash. Plus, get warranty forever at no cost. Extra protection for as long as you own your Ford. Drive out today or visit DestinationFordBrady.com right now. 95.3 KNEL. And welcome back. 45 remaining in the second quarter. Your Mason Punchers lead Junction 20-0. to 
Mason has a football in their own territory. I had to call a timeout there as uh, there were some late substitutions. Laneburg Realty, the choice of the Hill Country since 1975, and a proud sponsor of Mason High. Go Punchers. And they'll say the same for me. They're five wide themselves. Frankie Bowley all alone in the backfield. It's right. One's left. There they come. Snap. Straight drop back. Crossing route. Stone short incomplete. Trying to hit Matthew King. Let's just try throwing in the vicinity of somebody. That was, that's either throwing to a spot or that's the receiver not getting to the spot. One of the two. So uh, 6.41 on the clock, second down and 10 from the 40. And Mason Punchers still lead this one 20 to nothing. Yeah, we're going to send Flair's run. Struggling off and swings right. Bowley under center. Split back, Phil. They're going to toss it. Todd trying to find a hole. He does. He's a lot of traffic out there on the left side. Ooh. And he's going to be short five, six yards of the first down. Yeah, five-yard pickup on the play. Third down and five coming up from the 40, their own 45-yard line. So, uh, just not getting that. that push. Uh, just kind of toying with them, really. I mean, just need to just bust one out. We hadn't run a trap play or any of that stuff. Uh, yeah, so. Pretty much, pretty much just run straight at them. So, third and five, six minutes remaining in the first half. Punches lead twenty to zero. Frankie Bowley in the gun. Twins right. Takes a snap. Gives it to Todd on the read option, and Todd gets the first to midfield. Stays on his feet. Gets yards after contact, and they blow it dead. Wow. It kind of prematurely blew that one dead. I thought his wheels were still turning. <laughs> yeah, he was still, he was still like fair calling. So it's going to push it across the 50 to the junction 49-yard line is where Mason will have a fresh set of downs with 545 left to go in this first half of football. Looks like Wyatt Rowe is probably done for this game. Well, at least he's on his feet. He's, he's yeah. on the sideline. You know, he's not. Larry, yeah, his next to Bowie out of the gun. Twins left to the near side. They get Give it to Larry. And he's going to get a good pickup on that first down. Six-yard pickup on the play. I don't know why that, that averages out to be a really good carry over time. So uh, second down and four as he pushes across to the 44-yard line of junction. Yeah, pretty good balance there between Todd and Solaria as far as touchdowns, just the number of carries and yards. It's kind of it's one of those uh, ones who, you know, punches. Solaria well, this time is going to be in the slot. Yeah, bunch of receivers. Oh, yeah, movement. Offsides on everybody but the center. Oh, uh, they're gonna give. It, they're gonna call Mason and false start. Offsides on everybody but the center. <laughs> you watch that on film. No, I, that is the call. When you talk to the center, if he's a, if he is a cadence or it's just. It was offsides in the football. It was offsides on everybody but the center. He was the only one still standing still. Same formation. Bowley out of the gun. Twins right. They snap. Don't read. Gets it to you. He's gone. He's nobody's nobody going to touch him. You can't line. catch him. You can't oh, catch him. Keon Sanders in the 49 yards. He's over 100 yards. He's over 100 yards on three, set, on three touches. Good. 111 yards on three touches. 
I wouldn't even call that a pull away. I would just call that a 46-yard yeah. dash. 49-yard dash. Excuse me. Don't you just? They're just like, oh, we're 4 to 33 on the clock. Yeah, Watt rolls out. So Matt, is Matt? No, we're gonna go for two. Thank you, Bowie. Matt's the king of the butt in the gun. We don't have a way to kick it. Bunch receivers, right? They move Todd over. Everybody offsides except the center again. 4:33 on the clock. 26 to nothing. Mason Punchers lead this one. I'm behind two. Horse race finishes by Sutton Solario. Well, that time, I mean, he had a great lead block by, I think it was King, to the weak side. And once he got around the edge, I mean, he, he's gone. Let him run. I think we can work on our red zone offense. I think Sun Slater has the most touchdowns untouched this season. Foley, after the penalty, out of the gun. He's going to hand it off jet sweep, right side, Ryan Todd. Tries to lower the shoulder, gets to the goal line, and he's going to stop. He didn't lower the boom, but it wasn't enough. 26 to nothing, Mason leads uh, Junction Eagles here at the Dome. 4.33 left on the clock. We'll be back here in 30 seconds. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on the 95.3 KNEL. Sometimes you need special equipment to do a job. Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, 1807 North Bridge, has the rental equipment you need, including a mini excavator, ride-on trencher, boom lights, light towers, equipment trailers, dump trailers, skid steer, and a tantrum. And Moore's is your local bush hog dealer. Stop in today. Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, 1807 North Bridge. Get more for your money at Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, the new store on the north side, 1807 North Bridge. 95.3 95.3 KNEL. We're back here live at the Puncher Dome. Mason Lee Junction 26 to 0 with 4.33 remaining in the first half as uh, they just scored another Sutton Solario pretty much untouched run from how many yards is that? 40, 49 yards on 49. that run. Right? He's had two roughly. He's got 5.49. He's got 111 on three touches. Yeah. I'm just kicking off from our right to left. One thing I, I forgot to point out, pregame, uh, Reagan Evans out with an injury this week. White Rowe came out late in the first quarter. He's still standing on the sidelines. He's not doing the kicking duties. But now it's Frankie Bowley. Nice kick. Get the two to the 20. Fielded by Cardwell. Oh. Has, ooh, has blockers, has rim. A good job. Frankie Bowley. Trying to kick it. Tripping him up at the 40. That's all right. That was a pretty good return there by Junction. As they're going to take it out to the Mason or to their own 45-yard line. Mason defense been all over them so far. 26 to nothing. As the defense has as many scores as the offense. Oh, now Landon Munson comes in on that. Front three before Gomez playing a great game along with Chance Reed. I like this. She forced Junction into a pass situation. Doyle out of the gun. Stone Reed keeps it himself. Has running room. Gets out of Matthew King. No. Can't get around the edge. My goodness. Matthew King does an outstanding job of getting to the edge and forcing those guys back inside. 
He doesn't always get credit for the tackle, but he ought to get credit for setting it up. Oh, we're just slowing down that quarterback that time. I mean, that's that's your job. Four-yard pickup, second down and six. Balls out to the 49-yard line. Junction Eagles be from shotgun once again. Jason Doyle on the gun. Card roll to his right. Twins left. And Reed. Uh, oh, great play. Great play. And that's a tough. Jason. Or excuse me. That, that, was, Solario, that was Hunter Norman over there that initiated that stop. And then Solario finished him off. They're going to yeah. lose two yards on the play. Brings up third down and seven. Norman, 325 left to go here in the second quarter. Norman playing a great game tonight. He got the start. Rowe came in, got hurt. Thankfully, he's still on his feet. Air Country Collision Repair will make your car like new again. Estimates are free. Call them at 325-347-5767, and they'll get you back on the road again. Oh, high snap. Yeah, Junction's president out. High snap. Oh, you're taking it on. Head, and he has to fall on his own 35, a loss of about 15. 13-yard loss on the play. He drives him back to the 35-yard uh, the line where it'll be a massive fourth down, fourth down and two forevers. 20 to be exact. 26 to nothing. Mason Puncher lead this one with 240 left to go here in this first half of football. Junction punting again. Of course, Mason's got two defensive scores to start the ball game. Oh, we're a little early, I think. But they did, oh, yeah, they're, they're going to they're gonna flag us on that. Plenty Osborne jumped out of the blocks. Pretty sure we were in the neutral zone there. Junction was punting from our left to right. Well, good to see Osborne back in the game. They're going to get called. Is that it's not an automatic first down, is it? No, they're just they're just five yard penalty, yeah. fourth and fifteen. How about that one? <laughs> well, coaches didn't like the rest last week in Johnson City. I don't know where this crew's from, but. Damn near did it again. Shortly, they got a hand on it. Lands in the, at the puncher 45. Todd acted like he's going to pick it up. Two-minute drill right here. 2.20 left to go here in this second quarter. Lane Realty has been the choice of the Hill Country since 1975 and a proud sponsor of Mason High. Go Punchers. Punchers take over on offense. And... Uh, Pretty balanced tonight. Got a couple of scores out of Sutton Solario. A couple of defensive scores. You got Carlton Schmidt bringing the play in, so this ought to be interesting. Yeah. Schmidt back on offense. They're going to turn him loose. Quicker than I expected. He's, he's going to be under center after uh, the injury last week. Wing T offense. Toss sweep. Matthew King right side. That's oh, good a, run by King. Good first down play right there. Six-yard pickup on the play. He's going to drive him out to the 45-yard line. Where it'll be second and four. First touch of the ball game. For Matthew King? Yep. Oh, I thought he I thought he touched it there. Uh-huh. Just under two minutes here in the first half. Two punchers lead 26-0. Jackson Lambert shot wide left. Todd goes out right. Dalton Schmidt under center. Gives it to King. Between the gaps. And oh, my goodness. Short. How many times are you going to flop on him? He's going to pick up two two more yards on the play. He brings up third down and short. 
One minute, 30 seconds left to go here in this second quarter. Well, Bradley getting told to come in for – I don't know why we're not pressing the issue here, in my opinion. Yeah, 115. You have an opportunity to score here and then get the ball yeah. back. Well, it's midfield. I mean, we're leading, but Schmidt has a gun. Goes left. Throwing it. Has a man. Hunter Bradley. Get out of bounds. Tries to hurdle attack. Time out. Time out. Time out. But he's in bounds. Time out. Time out. Time out. And the coaches and Bradley. I think that was Bradley. Yeah, yeah. it was. No, that was uh, that uh Bradley. 59 ticks left to go here in this second quarter. 26 to nothing is your score. Puncher's lead. And uh, we're going to take a 10-second uh, station out or 30. We'll take a 30-second uh, timeout. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on 95.3 KNEL. Meanwhile, at Willow Creek Cafe and Club, Chase, do you see it? It's the light at the end of the tunnel. Nah, Mom, it's the train coming at us. No, Chase, things are getting better, and Willow Creek Cafe is still serving the best home cooking from 6 to 10, Monday through Sunday. And the club is open Monday through Sunday from 5 to midnight. Oh, I see it now. It's the headlights on your Jeep. Oh, jeez, not again. Chase, your memory is worse than mine. Whatever, Ange. 95.3 KNEL. Well, I apologize for before we went to break there. I had signs coming from both sides of me. One of was flashing hand signs to me. I didn't know if we were, what we were doing over here. And, the, and then one of them was asking me who caught it. Puncher's got it. First and ten. Forward Schmidt at the quarterback and the gun. Let him throw it. Throw it back. Oh, my goodness. Three blockers in front. He's off to the races. Put that. That's it. Touchdown, Punchers. 41-yard throwback screen to Ryan Tide for the score. And with 49 seconds left to go here in the second quarter, Mason Puncher score another touchdown. Has the offense outdone the defense yet on the scoring call? Probably. <laughs> I've been very – I've been impressed with that play call. Oh, we're going to try to kick a field goal here. Jacoby talked him into it. Good. We need to practice. All right. Jacoby in the kick. Thank you, Belly, for the placeholder. He's going to be Matthew a straight-on kicker. Matthew King tried last time. Oh, yeah, we got a – just like his – Hey! Oh, toe kick. Good. Mason Bunchers lead at 32-0. to 33-0 zero. to zero now. 49 seconds left to go here in this one. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, K-N-E-L-F-M, Brady. I was about to say before we went to break, Bunchers lead 33-0. That third back screen, you know, We've seen Bowley do it pretty well in, in several tight ball games. People in his face. Carl Schmidt gets gets the call here in the second, late in the second quarter, and he does the same thing. I mean, that's that's a great setup uh, execution. That's a hard. That's just a very hard play, hard throw, and that's two quarterbacks that can execute that. I think he did a fantastic job, and I really like it when Carlton's out there to do that because. He could tuck it and run if he if he saw yeah, it. Yeah, if, if there were if, players, if they're if they're trending that that screen and they follow it, well, take off running. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad to see him back on the field. It sounded like it was a you know, a little more uh, 
nagging injury uh, than what we're seeing, so that's good. And uh, now we're Frankie Bowie's doing the kickoff. Kenny Jacoby just put through a straight through extra point like his brother. That was a good kick. Yeah, Jacoby gets it out to the 10. Robert. Foley. Right away, Clancy. Roberts gets it out to the Mason or Junction 33. So Bowie's doing the kickoffs, and we've got Jacoby doing the extra point. So. Yeah. Quickly, quickly, two men stepped up to fill a void there. 33 to nothing. The punchers lead it here in the dome. And uh, we got 47 seconds left to go in this one. We'll be curious to see if uh, see if the fizzle's out of junction right here or if they try to yeah. uh, they actually try to come on and, and score right here with 47 seconds. Number five gets Doyle. Sophomore quarterback. Has a gun. Takes it. Don't read. Gives it to Cardwell. Left side. Has a little hole, but he stood up. He don't take hits very well. I mean, when he gets hit, it's yeah. over. Yeah. So 38 ticks left to go. There's about a five tenths of a second between the two clocks. Yeah, I bet they run this one out. Nah, I bet I bet they run this thing out. No interest in snapping the ball. 24 seconds. 22 on the play clock. Well, yep. There they go. They are going to snap it out. one more time. Maybe else they're out of duel. In the gun. It's a snap. Looking to throw deep. Has time in the pocket. Oh, good play. Good play by Bowie. Yeah. They had him over under. And uh, Clancy forced the pass high. And Bowie was there to to knock it down. Five ticks left on the clock. And your Mason punchers look to take it into halftime. 30, up 33 to nothing over the Junction Eagles. Yeah, Junction looks a, a little bit uh, deflated, I would say. And they didn't really come out as, as hot as these uh, Mason punchers as far as their attitude. Duel gives it up to Carville, right side. And he's trying to get the edge. Stays on his feet on the sideline as the siren sounds. And that'll end the first half of play. Thankfully, no flag there as Cardwell. Oh, we got, we got King fighting the cramp or something. Anyway. That's going to be first half. Your Mason Punchers lead. Knee Junction Eagles, 33-0. We'll take a two-minute commercial break. Come back. Recap, first half stats, and summary. This is the Mason Punchers football. 95-3, Kenny If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of high school sports aired on KNEL AM and FM, visit KNELradio.com homepage and find the listing of KNEL podcasts. Click on the KNEL Sports Podcast and you can enjoy listening or downloading your favorite sporting events. KNEL serving the heart of Texas and the Northwest Hill Country with your sports podcast. KNEL Sports Podcast, making a difference in your life. Jim Hoffbauer is your qualified Chevrolet Cadillac dealer serving drivers throughout Lampasas and the surrounding areas. At Hoffbauer, you'll find a solid selection of new Chevrolet and Cadillac models for sale, as well as carefully inspected lineup of pre-owned vehicles. We also have a well-connected finance center run by a qualified team of finance experts. Make your way to Jim Hoffbauer in Lampasas today for quality vehicles, a friendly team, and professional service at every step of the way. When you're searching for your hill country dream, you need a knowledgeable realtor who can navigate your journey and steer clear of any roadblocks. Nine Bar is that kind of realtor. If your dream is an expansive ranch, 
a home with acreage, or a nice home in a rural, small hill country town. Nine Bar Land and Cattle has your hill country dream. Find us at WeSellRanchLand.com or call us at 325-347-8020. Hi, it's Jenny from your local Big Deal store. If you run a business and are looking for a fun and creative way to market it, Big Deals might just be a great fit. Imagine a radio marketing program that allows you to trade for your advertising schedule. Interested? Give us a shout and see for yourself. Just call us at KNEL 597-2119. You'll find out it's never been so affordable to be on the air and online at KNEL. 95.3 KNEL. And we're back here for the halftime uh, report. Uh, on the uh, junction band is getting onto the field. Your Mason punchers uh, lead this one handily 33 to nothing here in the uh, – Puncher Dome and Super Dave's working on uh, getting some stats together over here. The Lucky Lantern's out. We may even have the new Purple Bell that needs to travel with us as well. I don't know, but uh, maybe it's causing the turnovers for us. But dominating performance here on the first half by the Mason Punchers. Um, they have two defensive touchdowns and two major turnovers on the defensive side. They did get cough up one fumble. So they're only plus one in the turnover margin. However, uh, they have been dominating the run game behind their their uh, thoroughbred. We're going to call him. We're nicknaming him that the thoroughbred uh, Sutton Solario. I tell you what, he's in, he's a sight to be seen uh, when he gets out in the open. Uh, his breakaway speed is phenomenal. Uh, he has two rushing rushing touchdowns, and then Ryan Todd has a rushing touchdown as well on a throwback screenplay right there in the last minute of the first half. Just a fantastic job of blocking, taking care of business here at home. Uh, we do have some injuries to report that uh, Wyatt Rowe came out with what appeared to be some type of knee injury. Uh, is not reentering the game. He already wore a brace on that one side uh, to uh, help protect from some of that. And so uh, we hope that that's not too severe. Uh, of an injury for sure. We look to see some, some folks get in here. Uh, you know, Bowley and and um, uh, Bowley and Schmidt have been trading in and out at the quarterback position. Uh, Bowley has most of the first quarter plays, and and uh, Schmidt has most of the second quarter plays. Really good interaction by those two, uh, and just uh, honing in their their abilities and uh, giving us some more uh, more weapons in the arsenal as uh, we move forward. Uh, in the season, 33 to nothing is your score here at uh, halftime, and we've got some halftime stats here by Super Dave. And uh, first down, wise Mason has six, Junction has three. And one of those coming on a personal foul, and uh, one of those coming on a personal foul penalty. Mason has three penalties for 30 yards. Junction has two for 20. Rushing the football, we've touched it 11 times for 139 yards. Uh, that's a large average. Uh, Junction has uh, 24 touches for 44 yards. Uh, Solario has two TDs on three touches for 111 yards. Todd has four touches for 16 yards. Uh, Bowley has one touch for two yards. Bradley, one for two. King, two for eight. Uh, for them, uh, Honing has four touches for seven yards. Uh, Cordwell has 12 touches for 28 yards. 
and Dole has eight eight carries for nine yards. Passing the football, uh, Bowley has is one for two for ten yards, and Schmidt is two for twelve or two for two for fifty four yards. That increases our average tremendously in the passing department. Dole's two for seven for five yards. Bradley um, has two catches uh, for twenty three yards. Todd has one TD on one catch for forty one yards, and um, uh, Schmidt. Uh, Schmidt, King each have a. I'm gonna call them both interceptions. I think I think that's both one one interception. I mean, he, he caught that football uh, out of the running back's hands. It never touched the ground. So I'm gonna call it two interceptions there, <coughs> or an interception and a fumble. Both of those went for touchdowns. And Mason Putcher defense came out lively tonight and uh, flying all over the football field, doing an outstanding job. We're listening to the Junction Band here. Let's go ahead and uh, pause for uh, a good lengthy break here and listen to the state network. Uh, but you're listening to Mason Puncher Football on 95.3 KNEL. We'll be back here with more halftime, and then uh, we'll get you into the second half as they lead 33 to nothing here at the Puncher Dome over the Junction Eagle. at TSN Sports. Stars win, Rangers lose, and Rockets get set for regular season. Details next. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Consult your healthcare provider before use. Introducing Vinia, a breakthrough superfood with a full matrix of polyphenols from the red grape. Enjoy the health benefits of a bottle of red wine minus the alcohol, sugar, and calories. I used to take naps in the afternoon, but I can tell you this. After taking Vinya for a week, no more naps. I've had more clarity than I ever have had before. I can think, I can drive, I can do things without any hesitation. It's like smooth energy all day long. I can enjoy life, I can be more productive. You'll feel the difference. Try Vinya. In a clinical trial, Vinia significantly increased the dilation of arteries. This dilation increases your blood flow and the delivery of oxygen and nutrients to your brain, heart, and other tissues supporting heart health and improving your physical energy and mental alertness. Use code RADIO to get 10% off your first order at ordervinia.com. That's ordervinia.com. Ordervinia.com. Vinia. Better blood flow, better life. The Dallas Stars defeated the Anaheim Ducks yesterday 3-2. TSN's Dan Byford has more. The Dallas Stars survived a close one against the Anaheim Ducks last night, winning 3-2 on the road. Coach Pete DeBoer on the win. Yeah, it's important to win. I mean, that's the bottom line. And, um, you know, it's not. It's early in the season. It's not all going to look great. You have to give them credit. They were ready to play. Uh, you know, we warned our group, the, the Scar poured on them is uh, they're playing really hard and they're putting a lot of pressure on and they did exactly that in the first period and I wish we would have handled it better but uh, Jake made some saves and I thought in the second we were much better. Blue liner Miro Haskinen buried his first goal of the season for Dallas, adding his first two assists of the year for good measure. Joe Pavelski notched his second tally of the year, and Rope Hinz scored his first of the campaign. The Stars host the Philadelphia Flyers tomorrow at 7. Like Anaheim, Philadelphia was not a playoff team last year. That said, the Flyers were quite a bit better, finishing with 75 points to the Ducks' league-worst 58. Philly's off to a good start, atop the Metropolitan Division at 3-1-0. Dan Byford. TSN Sports. The Texas Rangers lost last night to the Houston Astros for the second consecutive night, and the game wasn't without its fair share of controversy, as during one of Marcus Simeon's at-bats, Simeon was doubled off. Despite the effort made by Simeon to get back to the bag, manager Bruce Bochy spoke post-game on the call. I mean, they're not going to explain it. They review it, and uh, 
said they said he was tagged. So that's pretty simple there. Uh, Corey smoked the ball, and, and it's a tough play when you're on first and it's hit at the first baseman. Looked like he got back, but I guess he nicked him. So I, that's you know that's part of the game now is the, the replay and and you know, worked out for them. Rangers and Astros game five will take place tonight at Globe Life Field, and the Rangers will turn to Jordan Montgomery to try and take the series lead. Finally, the Houston Rockets allowed 120 points in a recent exhibition match, and head coach Ime Odoka was asked if he went back and watched game film with the team to correct the hiccups on defense. Yeah, we did. We talked about um, our switching on and off ball. Uh, our team, we talked about how different teams present different challenges. You know, Indiana was slipping out a lot of pick and rolls early, and so we kind of worked on that as we went. Uh, a team like New Orleans is very isolation based, and so we, we guarded that well. And a team like San Antonio, a lot of movement, a lot of off ball switch slipping, which hurt us. And so um, both games had a good amount of clips to show for guys, and then we got a chance to walk over today. The Rockets now turn their attention to the long regular season, which now includes a midseason tournament. The Rockets and Orlando Magic face off next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Rigo Mendoza, TSN Sports. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls, and we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 304 North Live Oak. Give us a call at 325-347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. Boris Farm and Ranch Supply, 1807 North Bridge, features red chain feeds, carries all your livestock feed, cattle, sheep, goat, horses, chickens, and deer protein, cattle cubes, corn, as well as hunting blinds by Atascosa and deer feeders, including Spintech varmint-proof feeders, also concrete water troughs, rental equipment, hay in round and square bales. Get more for your money at Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, the new store on the north side, 1807 North Bridge. Hello, I'm Lynn Ferris, owner and general manager of Can Hill Radio. Tonight's broadcast of Mason Sports on Can Hill continues a tradition for excellence set by Lee Graham during the more than 40 years he was the voice of the punchers on Can Hill. We're proud of that tradition, and we're equally proud of the current broadcasters who continue bringing Mason Sports to life on Can Hill. Over the years, Caniel's coverage and commitment to Mason Sports grew from football replays on Saturday morning to live coverage on Friday night, to the addition of boys and girls basketball, and then baseball in the late 90s. We understand that when we broadcast Mason Sports, we're representing the district and the community to the public, and we take that responsibility seriously. Whether it's covering Mason Sports or reporting on Mason News, we focus on serving all aspects of the community with integrity and professionalism. We're proud to be a part of the Mason team, and we appreciate and value the support we've received in return from the community. We thank you, our listeners, and our sponsors for your support. From all of us at Caniel, our warmest wishes for a happy and prosperous new year. Fox 
News. I'm John Saucier. The Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, says Hamas has freed two American hostages, a mother and daughter from Illinois, who have been held by the terror group since their attack on Israel almost two weeks ago. These two Americans are now safely in the hands of Israeli authorities in Israel. He says there are still 10 Americans unaccounted for in the region. Some of them were amongst the, the nearly 200 total hostages being held by Hamas. We've heard that President Biden had a phone call with these freed hostages. The House of Representatives, meanwhile, still unable to elect the House Speaker. Representative Jim Jordan is now out as a GOP nominee for Speaker, says he's going to go back to his regular job. We've got several depositions lined up next week in the Judiciary Committee, work that we need to do uh, for the American people and our investigative work. So we'll go back to work there. But it's important we do unite. Let's... Uh, Let's figure out who that individual is, get behind him, and get to work for the American people. America's listening to Fox News. Ninety-five point three K N E L. Five point three K N E L.
And we're back here at halftime listening to the mighty band from Puncherland. They, uh, they're going to go to the area contest uh, tomorrow, and it's going to be a full day, uh, sounds like, uh, for them. Hopefully they make the finals, and if that's so the case, uh, I don't think that happens till like 7, 8, 9, 10 o'clock, something like that tomorrow evening. So uh, we'll be cheering them on all day tomorrow as uh, they go to the area contest. They got all ones, I believe, out of uh, their first competition that propelled them to uh, area. So uh, very neat uh, for the mighty band from Puncherland. And uh, we are... Let's take another long uh, four-minute break while they finish up, and we'll get you back here to halftime. Your punchers lead the Junction Eagles here at the Puncher Dome, 33 to nothing. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football and the Mighty Band from Puncherland on 95.3 KNEL. If you're not a millionaire, but you want your home to look like a million, visit Mason Building Supply and Rental to discover ideas on upgrading everything from storm doors, interior and exterior paint, siding to countertops and tiling throughout your home. Whether it's one room or a whole house you want to improve, Mason Building Supply and Rental has the designs, staff, and distinctive merchandise to turn dull into dazzling, so-so into smashing, blasé into beautiful. Anyone can enjoy having a home inspired with beauty with a little help from Mason Building Supply and Rental. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate specializes in prime lake properties and ranches in West Texas. We also have game ranches, high fence, some stocked with exotics. Large and small listings, rolling hills, or rough, beautiful river ranches. Several show places, hunting and fishing and livestock. All of our agents have a good working knowledge of recreational and livestock ranches, and we're available at your convenience. So when you're in the market, give us a call at 800-282-1630. Let us locate a ranch for you. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate. Make your paycheck go farther with KNEL's Big Deals online store. Every day, you'll find discounts of 10, 20, 30, even 50% off Big Deals certificates from local businesses. Over two dozen of them. Businesses like ProGranatus Landscaping, Wildflowers, The Thing Is Bouquet, Yonkers Meats, and The Square Plate. Go to KNELradio.com, click on Big Deals to start shopping. Meanwhile, at Willow Creek Cafe and Club... Chase, do you see it? It's the light at the end of the tunnel. Nah, Mom. It's the train coming at us. No, Chase. Things are getting better, and Willow Creek Cafe is still serving the best home cooking from 6 to 10, Monday through Sunday. And the club is open Monday through Sunday from 5 to midnight. Oh, I see it now. It's the headlights on your Jeep. Oh, jeez. Not again. Chase, your memory is worse than mine. Whatever, Ange. Destination Ford has Ford trucks on the ground and they're ready to hit the road. You're only minutes away from unlocking incredible deals on a new Ford. 2023 Ford F-150, 3.9 APR for 60 months and 2,000 customer cash. Or a 2023 Ford Expedition, 1.9 APR for 60 months and $2,000 cash. Plus get warranty forever at no cost. Extra protection for as long as you own your Ford. Drive out today or visit DestinationFordBrady.com right now. KNEL Daily News is a free daily e-newsletter with local news headlines, events, sports, and obituaries delivered each weekday morning to the email inboxes of over 1,400 subscribers. Sign up today. Just click the tab on the KNEL homepage to get your own summary of news and events from across the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country delivered to your inbox free. 
each morning from the folks you trust at KNEL. Here's your 95.3 Real Country Weatherology forecast. Cloudy tonight with lows around 59. Southwesterly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. High temperatures reach up to 91. Tomorrow, cloudy skies expected. Cloudy skies tomorrow night. Lows level off around 65. That's a look at your forecast powered by weatherology.com. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. Currently, it's 73 degrees. 95.3 KNEL. All right, welcome back to the halftime show. Your mighty band from Puncher Land finished up their performance. And we're getting closer to the second half kickoff. Your punchers lead this one 33-0. And uh, as I was the uh, concession stand runner, I'm not sure if Micah got in any uh, scores. I didn't. We talked about the area band. We talked about the dominating stats over here. We didn't talk about any scores. All right. Well, not a lot. What do we got? Well, from what I follow, I mean, I, I follow the, the teams on our schedule, the district teams, the top 10, District 1, 2A, and uh, kind of, you know, different regions. I was held up down there in the concession stand line talking to everybody, you know, who are we going to get in the playoffs? I'm like, well, it's a little, it's a little early, but, you know, it's, it's looking a little better setup. And there's the Junction Eagle. Yeah, we a little different mascot look across the sideline. Yeah, did you see the, the red tail hawk over there? Anyway, <laughs> so uh, let's just uh, recap. <laughs> let's recap the uh, top ten rankings in Division One, Two A, before we go to the scores. Tencent Bears still lead it. They're seven and zero. Right behind us are Ferriero. They're six and one. And Teller, they've been in that three position. Uh, also six and one. Stratford Elks, top of the Panhandle, seven and zero. Cooper Bulldogs, six and one. A lot of these losses are, are, are uh, larger schools. Holly Bearcats, five and two. They remain number six. Number seven, Bigville Bearcats, six and one. Sonora Broncos remain at number eight. They used to be number ten, but they're seven and zero. Garrison. Uh, Moves in at number nine, seven no record, and the Holland Hornets, who we lost to a couple of years ago, uh, also seven and zero. Um, so games uh, of note: uh, Wallace leading the, excuse me, losing the San Angelo TLC. Well, these scores keep changing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on. Done. Snore leads Anthony, 41-13. Holly leads Olney. 45-0. Stratford leads Sanford Critch, 42-0. Toler leads Bangs, 47-0. Watch out for Toler uh, mm-hmm. in that region. Ozona leads Reagan County, 34-7. Uh, contest that's going to be played on both stations tonight. Ballinger leads Brady, 13-6. Here's a, here's a stunner, in my opinion. Blanco leads Lano, 35-10. Lano's without their quarterback now. Stockdale tied with Harper, 14-14. Oh, boy. That's interesting. Mason, obviously, over Junction, 33-0. Centerville had been at the, around the number seven, number eight. They got kicked out. They lead 
do it. 28 to 0. Timpson over Joaquin, 48 nothing. Uh, we got Crawford over Bosqueville, 28 to 0. Furio taking on Shiner. Furio, 13. Shiner, 7. At the half. Keep an eye on that one. What's that? Furio, Shiner? Furio leads Shiner, 13 to 7. Now that's going to be kind of the, the roadblock, right? That's so too. That's two teams that just know each other so well that oh, yeah. it's going to be a close game. Well, Shiner's down this, this season, but Perry always brings it. It'll be interesting to see how that ends up. Try to keep you updated on that. Beckville, number seven. They, they lead Frankston, 33-7. And Cooper, Bulldogs, they lead Honeygrove, 20-15 to at the half. So those are all your top ten and, and district teams. and 20-15. Um, I've got 28-5. Well, again, he's yeah. reporting it, right? I mean, I, I saw that wall game change immediately. The one that gets me that two teams that we could potentially meet in the playoffs, if you want to talk playoff football, is Ganado only leading yeah, three rivers, thirteen to nothing. And Ganado is going to be one of those teams that we're going to have to. I mean, they're in that same district. Ganado only leads only leads three rivers, thirteen to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, they're playing Ganado a lot closer than I thought yeah. they would. Yeah, they're, I mean they're not horrible. Well, Ganado's got a good program. They're not. They're they're up and down. You know, three A, two A. They're not any slouch. So, Junction Mason teams. Mason coming out of the tunnel. Start the second half. And they lead this on 33 to zero. Again, uh, only injuries to note. Kenny Raven is back in the lineup. Played tonight. Regan Evans not suited up. Frankie Bowley starts quarterback. We saw Carl Schmidt coming in. Right into that second quarter. And we're getting ready for the second half kickoff. It's awful risky. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help her back. Okay. So uh, as we get this one underway here in the second half, Mason Punchers will receive the football. They should be receiving the football from our right to left, I believe, if that's completely accurate. Junction Eagle still not on the field. Uh, they're hesitating, running out. Here we go. And Mason Punchers, if you're just joining us and you're just on tuning into the second half of football. It's already been an exciting game as Mason scored twice on defense and three times on offense, and they lead uh, the Junction Eagles 33 to nothing as they get ready to receive this one from our right to left. And Junction looking to find a spark here. Mason's played both of their quarterbacks, both Carlton Schmidt and uh, Bowley, and they've done an outstanding job, both of them, at the helm. Yes. Yes, it is. Junction is junction. That's our saying. Junction is junction. Junction is junction. So, just like that, we're having a discussion with the kicker for junction. See what's going to happen here. The white hat down there at the goal line, ready to blow this one. And get it, blow the whistle and get this one started. 
33 to nothing. Mason Punchers lead this one as we look forward to get the second half underway. I was getting asked coming back up through the stands, the press box, you know, when was the last time Junction beat Mason? And I believe it was, it's been a while, 2011. And the third quarter is underway as he boots it down there right to Todd. Yeah, right to Todd. Reverse. So it's Larios. Right got it. Got a block. Got to the Mason 40. He almost oh, did it. He oh, almost line. did it. 45-yard line, 47-yard line, excuse me, where he took the out to nearly got the edge on the far side. Did a really good job of avoiding a tackle, cutting it back up inside for another three yards. First down and 10, Mason Punchers have it for the first time in the second half of football under the helm of Carlton Schmidt. Yeah, interesting uh, substitution. We saw Schmidt come in, injured last week. Bowie goes yep. out wide left. And Got a little trickery right here on the first play, maybe. On the center. You see back. Toss to Pot. Oh, and he, man. Oh, number 11 got him. I thought I, I thought the block was the tackle. <laughs> that was a pinch. Did they pull you? There. Did they pull you? Well, no, they didn't pull me. They, I just saw, I thought it was Todd running over a defender. Todd kicked it to the outside. Number 11 got him. Somebody got a pancake. Brought him down at the 41-yard line. Mason quickly in junction territory. First and 10 from the junction 41. Underwood King. Twin to the right. Schmidt out of the gun. Todd to his right. Quick throw. Hitch route. King stays on his feet. Great tip arm. Great job. He just... Yards after contact. Six-yard pickup on the pitch and throw there. And a uh, good pitch and catch from Carlton out to Carlton Schmidt out to King. And brings up second down and four. The ball on the 35-yard line of junction. Yeah, good initial drive here by the punchers. They received the opening. Taking that kickoff. Doing a really good job at the quarterback yeah. position. They spread three wide. A motion slowly across to get to him on the jet sweep to the left. Got blockers, has running room, stays on his feet. He's a good runner. And he's all he got the first, he got to the junction. Yeah, 12 yard pickup right there on the jet sweep and did a really good job of holding on to the football. He does have a fumble on the night. Did a really good job that time of sealing that ball up. First down for the punchers as they push it all the way down to the 22 yard line. That bully, you're at the receiver position, split wide right. Kobe left. Schmidt in the under center. MT backs up again. Oh, he takes it to King. King has to spin out of a tackle, and he, he gets back out of scrimmage. What, what a fight after yeah. the play. Yeah, he, he got mean, wrapped up in the backfield. What a fight just to get positive yards. He pushes it out three yards on the play, pushes it out to the smooth 20-yard line. To our 19, they're going to give him the 19. 19-yard line, second down and seven. On Strand brings in the play. This is the initial drive of the third quarter. Mason doing a really good job of methodically going down the field. Strand and Bowie, twins left of the near side. Backfield, Schmidt under center, counter play, right side. 
Ron Tide evades the tackle, but he's wrapped up at the second level. Really good patience that time. Just not enough spread on those blocks to really spring him to the outside, but did a really good job of just kind of navigating his blocks. And it brings up a third down and short, two per se. Ball sits just on the 14-yard uh, line. Nine twenty-five remaining in the third quarter. Mason leads it thirty-three to zero. Then called to Schmidt back at the helm under center. Thank you, both sit wide right. Mitchell Underwood left a motion tied out of the backfield, and we got movement. Somebody jumped. Ball start on the punchers. That's going to bring us back. It's going to be third down and seven. That's Chance Reed in the left tackle, I believe. Yeah. Got third, him and third down and seven. Got him and John Parrish over there on the left side. Ron Todd's still doing the center duties. Kenneth Raven back. He's on the right side tackle and uh Walker in. Man, I like him over there. That really kinda gives us another level oh, of yeah. depth. Sure, especially as Reagan Evans is out. Schmidt has a gun. Clint's right. He's he's gonna give it to King. This is one of those uh don't read top plays. We're well, keep the, can, we know can, we're not going to yeah. kick a field goal from here. We're not going to punt it. So, yeah, I agree on that read option. He should have just held it and come on there on the outside. That's Fourth right. down and five. It's going to happen. It's going to be a zone read or a quarterback counter top play. So the line to gain is the 12-yard line. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I don't know. I think they're just giving Schmidt reps as he's not showing the – the injury he had last week. We better get to the line in a hurry. Six, four, three, two, one. I'm out. He snapped it. Wow. Good job. Throwing it. Oh, man. Foley on the crossing route incomplete. He saw it develop, and he just hesitated, and he's going to turn. What a great drive down the field, but kind of wasted there on a four and out uh, as we got down into the red zone area. Good job. I mean, yeah, it was a great job. You just got to be a little more patient than that. He didn't He didn't have near the pressure on him that he thought he did. A lot of people around him, but not the pressure. Foley was one of the better receivers last year. He's got great hands, so I, I don't doubt the call. Turnover on downs for the punchers. That gives the ball back over to Junction Eagle. First and 10 from the 17, their own 17-yard line. Yeah, we got nine men in the box here. Roberts. Got a baby. Keeps it on the zone read. Junior Gomez on the tackle. Nowhere to pick go. up about a yard and a half on the play. 7.56 left to go here in the third quarter. That was the, that was Doyle. That was the quarterback. Yeah, number uh, five. Case and Doyle, I think. It's, uh, Since 1905, Mason Bank has been financing your dreams. Our, exper- our experienced staff is ready to assist you. Welcome to Mason Bank. You think seven games in, I could read these. <laughs> Well, it gets dark, you know, up here. Uh, Doyle, handoff. Read option, Carswell. Great tackle by Clancy in the backfield. He's trying to cut back, no gain. Destination Ford has trucks on the ground, and they are ready to hit the road. Plus, get warranty forever at no cost. Extra protection for as long as you own the Ford. Destination Ford. Caden Kimber comes in, nose guard. I think that's the first time I've seen Junior Gomez go out of the game on defense. Yeah, he's uh, been playing really well. So we got Lena Munsell, Caden Kimbrell, Matthew Norman, front three, same linebackers, secondary. Junction spreads it out full wide. They motion the slot right to left. 
Roberts. Sprints left. Pulls it down immediately. Nowhere to go. Yeah, he's going to get sacked. Yeah, he's going to back it up to the original line of scrimmage. He's going to bring a fourth down and 10 back on that same old 17-yard line. Moore's Farm and Ranch. Get more for your money at Moore's Farm and Ranch. Yeah, it's uh, don't kick it to him is all I can tell you. We better kick it out of bounds yeah. is all I can say. I ain't on that uh, visitor side with the 45. Roberts, quarterback. Oh, they kicked the it right runner. there. That wasn't very wise. Catch it. And he had, he had to just go to his knees to catch that one, so it's pretty much fair catch. In he, had number two, he had number two honing in on him. So, punchers drove it down to the field to the 17-yard line where they went four and out. Right here, to me, you need to make sure that you that you finish that drive. We need to show that we can finish that drive. 33 to nothing, still the score here at the Dome. Six minutes left to go here in the third quarter. Yeah, Mason, pretty comfortable lead here. Interesting to see the quarterback change start the second half. Well, I guess even late second quarter. I think they want Schmidt in there to see as long as he's healthy. He's going to be in the gun. I don't think he's plenty healthy. I don't, I don't. Yeah, well, yeah, he's, he's playing quarterback. I mean, I don't think. They motion Bradley right to left. They keep it. Schmidt keeps it. Makes the jet sweep. Goes right side. Just Big run. Out of bounds on the junction. I like, to, I like to see that from Carlton Schmidt taking that hit and continuing to yeah. get yards as uh, he pushes that uh, out to about the 45-yard, 46-yard line in junction territory. Brings up second down and three. He's just got that extra gear that we saw when they put him in against the wall. <laughs> Frankie Foley is now a receiver. He's a guy you can throw the ball up to. They're going to motion Bowie more to the inside on the left. Stoke and I, Schmidt under center, counterplay, left side. Todd hasn't really got a big hole yet. Junction hasn't wrapped up. They blow it dead. They're going to give him the 45, or the 40, excuse me. He's going to pick up a yard on the play. Brings up third down and two. I'm surprised that's not. I mean, Todd hadn't really, you know, Slario, we've seen him break them. They've had Todd bottled up. Todd just not had this. I don't know. I don't know if he's got a nagging a nagging injury yeah. or something that's not going. He's he's his agility isn't there like it like yeah. it was even in like game one. Uh, I don't know if he's if he's fighting something or what's going on. Schmidt pistol twin oh left. They get Lario. Oh my goodness! Cut, and he gets the first down. He picks up ten there. yards or nine yards on the play. He runs it out to the 35-yard uh, line, or 31-yard line, excuse me, first and 10 for the punchers. Made that look pretty easy. Yeah, just four minutes and 42 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. Your Mason punchers have a fresh set of downs at the junction 31-yard line. Schmidt under center. Twins right. Split backfield. Tight end left. Schmidt's going to roll right. There he is. Looking for good throw and good catch. Flats, good catch. They're going to call it caught inbound near the eight 25. Eight-yard eight pickup on the play. A good job of throwing it out in the flats. They just run three receivers out in the flats on the far side. And uh, Carlton Schmidt made a really nice throw to Hunter Bradley for a pickup of eight. Second down and two. Ball on the 23-yard line. Lario to the left of Schmidt in the gun. One's left. 
Snap, quick throw, left side, caught off the ground. Matthew King, I think they're going to call uh, it incomplete. Incomplete pass. I mean, threw it right on the ground. Yeah. Probably it's, a better deal than, than catching it, actually. It's a review. It's a replay. Might show different, but looks like it's on the ground. Incomplete. Would have been about, you know, first down pickup. I like the quick throws. I like, I don't care who's throwing it. Get so, out of your hands. Third down and two, ball on the 23-yard line, 3.50 on the clock. So Underwood brings in the play, 10 seconds left on the play clock. Schmidt's going to be in the pistol. He's going to have, oh, no. King goes out the slot. Give it to Sutton. Tulare has lead blocker, breaks the tackle, breaks two. Tries it over the shoulder. He's got the first down of the 15. <laughs> Seven-yard pickup on the play as that pushes uh, across the sticks, and that's going to be a first down down at the uh, that's going to be a, at the 16-yard line. First and ten for the Mason Punchers. Larry having a great night. Calls dad down there at halftime and 128 yards. 128 yards on five five carries, carries. Ah. two touchdowns. Gonna going to boost your average yard per carry. Schmidt, don't read, keeps it. Left side, has a hole. He gets wrapped up. Second round, we'll get down to the five. No oh, flag comes in late. I think that was a flag, wasn't it? I didn't see one. I got, that was a bat. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he takes it down to the six-yard line where it'll be first and goal for the punchers. It was. Let's Three see. minutes left to go here in the yeah. second quarter. Talk about a uh, or third quarter, sorry. Talk about a possession drive here, eating up clock. Go line formation. Yeah. Two fullback. Todd the tailback. Schmidt under center. And they're going to go fullback trap to King right side. He stood up at the line of scrimmage, pushed back. Yeah, they're going to give him a yard on the play. He's going to push it out to the five-yard line. Since 1904, Mason Bank has been financing your dreams. Our experienced staff is ready to assist you. Welcome to Mason Bank. Destination Ford has the trucks on the ground, and they're ready to hit the road. Plus, get warranty forever at no cost. Extra protection for as long as you own the vehicle. Don't forget about Morris Farm and Ranch, where at Morris Farm and Ranch, you get more for your money. Andrew's back. Second and five. Two minutes remaining in the third quarter. This time they fake it to King, and they give it on a quick pitch to touchdown. touchdown. Oh! And the official touchdown touchers. I'm pretty sure. He couldn't My call the touchdown. goodness, the official got absolutely rocked. I think that was a helmet. Down that was a helmet. Field house side of the end zone. Todd takes it to the near side, and he's in for the touchdown. Uh, they, they're going to call him out at the one. I'm not sure. Well, he, I think he got the pylon. He just happened to run into the guy that was going to call it. So they're going to get the ambulance in here. Let's let's take a two-minute commercial break. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football here on 95.3 KNEL. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls, and we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. 
At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 304 North Live Oak. Give us a call at 325-347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. Jim Hoffbauer is your qualified Chevrolet Cadillac dealer serving drivers throughout Lampasas and the surrounding areas. At Hoffbauer, you'll find a solid selection of new Chevrolet and Cadillac models for sale, as well as carefully inspected lineup of pre-owned vehicles. We also have a well-connected finance center run by a qualified team of finance experts. Make your way to Jim Hoffbauer in Lampasas today for quality vehicles, a friendly team, and professional service at every step of the way. 95.3 K-N-E-L. I don't know why they don't. I don't know why they don't park over here. Yeah. All right, and uh, back live here, Puncher Dome. Just under two minutes remaining in the third quarter. Mason leads it 33-0. Ryan Tyler looked like he had scored on that last play on a handoff towards the field house end zone. He got tackled at the pylon, and they both kind of collided with the side judge, sideline ref, and uh, he is down. And uh, so they're bringing out EMS stretcher. Hopefully it's not a... Uh, I mean, it could be a lower body body injury, but uh, we'll just stay right here for for a second. Update you with some scores, uh, and if uh, looks like he's going to have to go on that stretcher, uh, we'll go to break. Anyway, punchers might have just increased their lead by six, which would make it thirty-nine zero, pending extra point. Um, that was Ron Todd. He had second and five from the five. And so, it was, I mean, pretty much second and five, second and goal from the five. And a great misdirection play. He got the handoff, went left side, made a good inside out move, shoot move, raced the pylon. And as he got tackled, it looked like he had at least got the ball across the plane, if not his, his whole entire body. The side judge was right there, but he, you know, he, he took on two or three, uh, both runners and defenders. Uh, so far, scores to update you with while we're awaiting this potential referee injury. Uh, Snorley's Anthony, 41-13. Uh, top rank Holly, you know, they got two losses. They say last year they lead 45 to zero over Olney. Uh, Stratford, who uh, moved up and are in the top 10, they, they lead Sanford Fritch 42-0. Teller, number three, been there pretty much all season. They lead Bangs 47-0. These are a lot of regions one and two teams. Ozona leads Drayton County 34-7. Uh, more local, Ballinger leads Brady 13-6, to at least as of the halftime period. Blanco leads Lano 35-10. to Harper leads Stockdale 20-14. to We'll be in Stockdale 
next week. Mason again leads Junction here, 33-0, pending. Should be a touchdown, but we got got Andrew down. I haven't didn't really see the call because the guy that would have made the call got taken out uh, by Ron Todd and some Junction defenders. Centerville leads Jewett uh, Leon 35-7. Number one ranked Timpson leads Joaquin 48 to nothing. And uh, uh, let's see here. Crawford leads Boskville 28 to nothing. Uh, still showing Ferio leading Shiner at the half 13 to 7. Uh, Beckville back in the top 10. They lead Frankston. Frankston's pretty good. 33 to 7. And the Cooper Bulldogs lead Honeygrove 28 15. And we'll. Uh, Let's take a 10-minute commercial break as uh, they're they're trying to get this referee on a stretcher and uh, get him some assistance. Big pause here in Punch Dome, but you're listening to Mason Pitch Football on 95.3. Meanwhile, at Willow Creek Cafe and Club. Chase, do you see it? It's the light at the end of the tunnel. Nah, Mom, it's the train coming at us. No, Chase, things are getting better, and Willow Creek Cafe is still serving the best home cooking from 6 to 10, Monday through Sunday. And the club is open Monday through Sunday from 5 to midnight. Oh, I see it now. It's the headlights on your Jeep. Oh, jeez, not again. Chase, your memory is worse than mine. Whatever, Ange. Hours of practice, dedication, and working together make all the difference come game night. And Mason Bank is a proud supporter of our area youth. Whether participating in athletics, band, academic competitions, we know their learning skills that will help them succeed throughout their lives. At Mason Bank, we believe it's those same skills that make us a better bank. Dedication to our community and helping families succeed in their financial planning. Mason Bank. Proud supporters of the Mason Punchers and the Mason Cowgirls. Mason Bank, member FDIC. Hi, it's Jenny from your local Big Deal store. If you run a business and are looking for a fun and creative way to market it, Big Deals might just be a great fit. Imagine a radio marketing program that allows you to trade for your advertising schedule. Interested? Give us a shout and see for yourself. Just call us at KNEL 597-2119. You'll find out it's never been so affordable to be on the air and online at KNEL. Mason Building Supply and Rental is the place to go for everything that you need. Visit our 8,000 square feet of space. It's overflowing with great and unexpected things. We have beautiful jewelry, grills, clothing and shoes, fishing gear, and even equipment to freeze-dry food for up to 25 years. Seasonal selections, we have you covered for all of the major holiday decor. And, of course, we sell all the goods for building, plumbing, and electrical work. Mason Building Supply is your hometown general store. 254 Moody in Mason. Are you dreaming of living in the tranquility of central Texas Hill Country? Nine bar land and cattle has your hill country dream. We are realtors and ranchers. We understand your dream because we live it every day. Our clients have confidence in us because we handle their business with discretion, professionalism, and just plain good horse sense. Nine bar land and cattle is that kind of realtor. Find us at WeSellRanchLand.com. Nine bar land and cattle. We have your hill country dream. 95.3 KNEL.
95.3 KNEL. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls, and we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 304 North Live Oak. Give us a call at 325-347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. KNEL Daily News is a free daily e-newsletter with local news headlines, events, sports, and obituaries delivered each weekday morning to the email inboxes of over 1,400 subscribers. Sign up today. Just click the tab on the KNEL homepage to get your own summary of news and events from across the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country delivered to your inbox free each morning. From the folks you trust at KNEL. Here's your 95.3 Real Country Weatherology forecast. Cloudy tonight with lows around 59. Southwesterly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. High temperatures reach up to 91. Tomorrow, cloudy skies expected. Cloudy skies tomorrow night. Lows level off around 65. That's a look at your forecast powered by weatherology.com. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. Currently, it's 73 degrees. 95.3 KNEL. Uh, welcome back. Sorry for the pause delay here. Uh, just under two minutes left in the third quarter. You may have just scored another touchdown. John Todd, five yards out, but uh, a side referee got waylaid, and uh, so we, for precautions, what not, they got him on the stretch and put him in the MS uh, van and, and uh, escorting him off the field on the on the east side towards the field house. So, big pause here, but good news. He's, you know, he's uh, not, I mean, you know, showing good signs. Mason goes up another six points, 39-0, extra point pending. So he does the cook, uh, kicking duties. Yeah, that was just one of those deals where you're, you're trying to be there. As, you know, I don't know if, if y'all two have been done any refereeing, but it's high school, junior high, flag football. You're trying to make that call there at the pylon, and, and uh, you just get loud. As Ryan Ty, it looked like he scored pretty easily. Now Mason's got a, got a good, good uh, lead here. Trying to stay up, up tempo. Junction looking pretty vanquished. And uh, let's see who does the kicking duties for Mason here to start restart this third quarter. Looks like it's going to be Cannon Jacoby. And like his older brother. Jason is going to be a straight on one two point of the toe. Ricky Bowie still doing the placeholder. And kick is good. 
I know. Hey, Straight through. So Mason leads it. Forty to zero over Junction. A little truck. Yeah. And we still got a. Still got an EMS truck uh, on the east side of the end zone. At least on the corner between the homestands and the field house as uh, they're trying to escort the side referee off. Hopefully, uh, after it moves, hopefully he will uh, be okay. Make the kick team back out on the field, kicking off from our right to left. All right, thank you. And back deep to receive for the Eagles, number five, Doyle, quarterback, number four, Roberts. And number 11, Cardwell, they're their top offensive leaders. Well, definitely want to keep that gentleman in your prayers, and uh, uh, he's probably going to take a ride down to Fredericksburg just to make sure everything is okay. He was up talking, and so uh, uh, um, they asked him if he I asked him if he was okay, and he said, uh, "I just know I saw that kid get in the end zone." So thank you, Bowie. Doing the kickoff duties down to the 20. Oh, he fumbled it. Yeah, after him. Tried, dropped it, and he tackled. Quincy got it. Oh, Might have been a – Yeah, they're going to call him down yeah. before he fumbled the football. Right around the 20-yard line where Junction will take over. The quarterback just bobbled the catch, picked it back up, and maybe got a few yards on the return. All right, Mason back on defense. Pitching for a shutout, 149. Left in the third quarter, junction back on offense. Okay, Doyle, sophomore quarterback, he motions. Slot receiver left to right. Nowhere to go. Left, oh. being pressured, just a tackle. And he picks up ah, half the yard back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of yards ran there. No gain. Yeah. Started left, got pressured. First strike. And uh, Junction tried to throw the football early, but Mason had a couple of good turnovers for scores. Yeah, Junction forced into a – it's going to be a timeout. Uh, the refs are going to call it themselves. Yeah, I think they're – we're waiting on, on because the, of the EMS. Yeah, wait for the still out EMS to, to, to get uh, completely out of the field of play here. Calling official timeout. Let's take one with them. We'll be back here in 30 seconds. Or let's take a 60-second timeout. You listen to Mason Puncher Football 95.3 KNEL. When you're searching for your hill country dream, you need a knowledgeable realtor who can navigate your journey and steer clear of any roadblocks. Nine Bar is that kind of realtor. If your dream is an expansive ranch, a home with acreage, or a nice home in a rural, small hill country town, Nine Bar Land and Cattle has your hill country dream. Find us at WeSellRanchLand.com or call us at 325-347-8020. Make your paycheck go farther with KNEL's Big Deals online store every day. You'll find discounts of 10, 20, 30, even 50% off big deal certificates from local businesses, over two dozen of them. Businesses like Progranatus Landscaping, Wildflowers, The Thing is Bouquet, Yonkers Meats, and The Square Plate. 
Go to KNALradio.com, click on Big Deals to start shopping. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of high school sports aired on KNEL AM and FM, visit KNELradio.com homepage and find the listing of KNEL podcasts. Click on the KNEL Sports Podcast and you can enjoy listening or downloading your favorite sporting events. KNEL serving the heart of Texas and the Northwest Hill Country with your sports podcast. KNEL Sports Podcast, making a difference in your life. 95.3 KNEL. Got him! Second and nine for the Eagles. And Doyle gets chased down for a sack back at their own 17. Clancy Osborne just blew through the line of scrimmage, and there was nowhere to go. 55 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. And Mason leads this one 40 to nothing over the Junction Eagles here at the Buncher Dome. I think Dave's prediction of 60 to nothing might not actually come true at this pace. It's great. We get the ball back. Four wide. <coughs> Good duel. In the gun. Carterwell next to him. He's going to keep it on the ground. And good job there. Nowhere to go. By the linebackers, just spying on him and uh, keep it. He did get positive yards that time. Yeah, Junction looking a little, I don't know, a little deflated. Had a long, long pause there late in the third quarter as a side referee got hit from uh, the last Mason Butcher score. That's going to end the quarter. Yeah. End of the third quarter here in the puncher dome. 40 to nothing is your score. And we'll come back with Junction facing a fourth and 12 situation. And we'll swap into the field. We'll be back here in 30 seconds. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on 95.3 KNEL. Meanwhile, at Willow Creek Cafe and Club. Chase, do you see it? It's the light at the end of the tunnel. Nah, Mom, it's the train coming at us. No, Chase, things are getting better, and Willow Creek Cafe is still serving the best home cooking from 6 to 10, Monday through Sunday. And the club is open Monday through Sunday from 5 to midnight. Oh, I see it now. It's the headlights on your Jeep. Oh, geez, not again. Chase, your memory is worse than mine. Whatever, Ange. 95.3 KNEL. And welcome back. It's the fourth quarter here at our Clinton Chosen Stadium. They're known as the Puncher Dome, and Mason Punchers lead this one over to the Junction. He goes 40 to 0. Uh, Junction uh, just uh, very much climbing the ladder here. A little, a little uphill going into the fourth quarter. Fourth and 12. Quarterback Caden Roberts, only a sophomore, showing his athleticism. He's back to punt. Oh, they kicked it. Yeah, they kicked it away from him, lands at the 45 and out at the 40 for Mason's offense to take over. We've seen Carlton Schmidt come in at quarterback again late second quarter, start the second half. I like what they're doing with uh, the two-quarterback situation and trying to move Bowley around. I think he's, you know, he can be a threat in several different places there. Uh, I like him out of the tight end position with Wyatt Rowe going down on it with a knee yeah, injury. That could, that could be a key uh, part of that. I, re- I really like that from that standpoint. I think he's another weapon. He's got good hands. Yeah. Um, and, and, too, you could mix it up. I mean, you could well, run some wildcat-type situations or whatever you wanted to do. You could do either. You could put 
Bowie and you know and and give it to Carlton out of the slot or the wing or wherever. Schmidt under center, center Trey right side. Todd. This time Ryan Todd Don. gets space. Throwing stiff arms. Cuts through three. Oh defense. my goodness! Flag on the play holding. Play into the end zone. No, it's coming back. Touchdown! But a flag at the 35. That would have been the 60-yard run for a touchdown. And Ryan Todd can't believe it. No, that is There's a block in the yeah. back right here. I mean, was, or holding one of the two. That was block in the back. Biggest run of the night for sure. And that's going to negate what should have been a touchdown. Spot of the foul. So 24-yard run. And we're still going to get the first down. Well, so it'll be first and 10 for the punchers inside junction territory down to their 46-yard line. Well, good news is, knock on wood, we've had very few penalties, personal foul penalties, since early in the game. Which we're up 40 to nothing. Five penalties for 45 yards, Super Day said. And Carlson's going to be back under center. Ring T backfield, tight end right, toss sweep. So, Calario, all the blocks. And he gets the first down out junction territory to the. 35. Good for 11. 11 yard pickup on the play by Solario. Just a, a different level of the burst of speed. And uh oh, the truck just entered the backfield. Clancy Osborne entered a running back. That's funny. He's, he's been utilized as a blocker, definitely in the, in the short down situation. Not many carries. I just want to see him, you know. He had that one drive, 90 yards. He had 90 yards on one drive back uh, two games, two two home games ago. Right back there at the pullback next to Todd, two receivers set. Smith under center, taking his top. And they're going to give it Ryan Todd, right side. Off tackle, he's trying to get the edge. Junction pushes him out of bounds for about a six-yard game. Yeah, going to pick up. They're, they're not going to give him a smooth five anyway. So five-yard pickup on the play. And it's going to bring up second down and five. Just under 11 minutes left in the ball game. It's in lead junction 40 to zero. Pretty much dominating. Trying to trying to get a shutout second of the season. Stay undefeated. Uh, earlier Harper was leading Stockdale 20 to 14. You gotta get there quick. Yeah, three, two, one on the play clock. Schmidt gets it off. Thank you, Mr. Clancy. Mr. Clancy on the fullback. <clears throat> Dive, and he stood up. Got to go weak side there. Maybe try to bounce it out. Uh, They're going to pick up. They're going to get. Look at that spot. They gave him three yards on the play. Yeah. And uh, it's going to bring us third down and three. Third down and two. Ten minutes left to go here in this ball game. Man, Teller leading Banks 61 to six. One team you're not going to want to run into in that region. Blanco's still leading Lano, 55 to 10. Harper's still with the lead over Stockville, 2014. Let's see if that changes. 2014, Harper over Stockville. Frankie Bowie, wide right, which on the left and the near side. Fisher Bradley in at fullback, and 
Christian Gamble. They give it to Christian Gamble. Yeah. Dan Gandy Real Estate offering crime ranch land properties in West Texas. We also want to thank Jim Hopbauer Chevrolet Cadillac of Land Passes, Texas. They've been serving the Hill Country for over 50 years. Give them a call at 512-556-6285. Number two ranker Ferio extends their lead over Shiner 19-7 in the third quarter. Not many close games other to mention. Other than uh, evidently Harper leads Stockdale still. Wing T backfield. Caught Schmidt being a center. Oh, sweet. Oh. Fisher Bradley, who drops it, was a little behind him. Uh, I think the punches fell on it back at the junction 36. Fisher was l- lucky to fall on that one. Yeah, it was a little behind him there on the pullback sweep. Smash play. That's going to be a big loss on the plane. It's going to be second down and 21, ball on the 36-yard line. Mason leads this. This one, 40 to nothing here in the puncher dome. If they can hold the goose egg on the other side, it'll be their first shutout. Well, outside of Ballinger, second shutout yeah. of the of the year. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, second, second. That's exactly what you want in this matchup. I mean, Jokes is showing blitz, and they're going to run counter. Oh, he's gone. Crap. Look at him. Christian Gamble, right side, and he's got the first by a yard out of the. 14-yard line, moves the stick, first-down punchers. Yeah, really good job that time, picking up 22 yards on that carry, and that's going to brush them inside the 15 to the 14-yard line, first and 10 for your Mason punchers. Great to see a couple of sophomore call-ups. This much time on the clock leading in this game, that experience. I know it takes away from your JV, but... And they'll go wing T again. Jack Gillespie at the wing back. Toss it. Fisher Bradley cuts inside, right? And he's down to the five. Good hard run there by Fisher. As uh, he picked up nine yards on the play. Five yard lines where they're going to mark this one. First and goal, or it'll be second down and one from the five. Seven minutes and a half to go here in this ball game. Uh, 40 to nothing. Still your score. Let's get a score here and uh, keep the zero on the opponent on its uh, side of the scoreboard. Laneberg and Gillespie mm-hmm. split wide either side. Game on Fisher in with tailback. And they're going to give it to Fisher Bradley left side. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, punchers. Fisher has, has maybe one touch on him, spun out of it, and uh, into the end zone for an easy touchdown. Punches lead it 46-0, pending an extra point. Just under seven minutes remaining in the ballgame. Cannon Jacoby doing the doing the kicking in the extra point category as uh, White Row had to come out in the first half with an injury. And Jacoby takes a step. It's blocked. Low kick. Goalie picks it up, but he's going to be tackled 
That's going to be uh, no good. Extra point. All the way back there on or junction 25. Kobe's pretty much been, been accurate, but the kicks have been very low. That one was blocked. So definitely missing White Row. I mean, he puts it up there at the top of the goalpost. You know, more of a traditional soccer-style kicker. We've seen Bowie do. He's going to be kicking off on the other side, from our left to right. Anyway, I'll take a 30 second commercial break. Just listen to Mason Bunch of Football in 95.3. Can you? Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls, and we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 304 North Live Oak. Give us a call at 325-347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. 95.3 95.3 K-N-E-L. Yeah. Welcome back to the Puncher Dome. Nice Punchers lead this over the Junction Eagles. 46-0, just under seven minutes left to play. And uh, Fisher Bradley, sophomore college, gets his first touchdown of the season. No, that's not his first. Or maybe the second one. As Punchers kick it from our left to right, fielded at the 20. Oh. He tries to go down, kind of like a slide. Oh, well, I believe that was Fisher. I think Colin Strand there, number five. Yeah, Fisher Bradley. I mean, he scores the touchdown and then lays a lick. All right, so we got we got Colin Strand, Jackson Laneberg, Gatlin McBee comes in for Frankie Bowley. Colin Underwood in, also back there, safety. So we got our two middle defense, twins left for the quarterback duel. Option Reek, is it? Right side. Picks up a few. Fox running, six and a half minutes. <coughs> yeah, the clock. Tick, 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 tick. Picks up a four yard gain on the play. That's going to push yeah. it out uh, to the 34 yard line. Second down and six. 46 to nothing, your Mason Punchers over the Junction Eagles. I thought we missed last week was Eagles? <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> Eagles? Junction Eagles with the ball. That's Second. what I said, wasn't it? Well, I mean, in the Chris Berman oh. high voice. Oh, good, good run there by number 27. Yeah, Corin Hoing. McBee saved the tackle on the far side. Surprised they gone. He's had a couple of good runs. They've been going to Carwell in their ground game, but first down there for the Eagles. Eagles? Yeah. <laughs> That's the fourth one they've had of the ball game. They're at midfield. First and ten. Just under six minutes. Trailing 46 nothing. Twins right. Caden Doyle. Somebody get him. He's going to hand off Carwell. Left side, big hole. Second team defense. They oh, save the gets, tackle. He gets the first down to punch the territory at the 40. Yeah, you can't let them score right here. Come on now. Yeah, they're just trying to get points on the board at this point. Face and pitching for their second shot of the season, but still doing a pretty good job holding opponents. Ten points or less, really, on the season. No, nah, no. Nobody on the first team's even in there. Twins left. Yeah, he got Norman. 
I'll, I'll tell you here in a little bit. They're going to go back to Cardwell. Same play, right side, follows his blockers, and wrestled down forward of momentum across the 30 for another first down. So junction as far as, as, far as they've gotten uh, into Mason territory the whole game, uh, they push it past the 30 down to the 27-yard line. Five minutes left to go here in this ball game. Junction picking up big yards on this second-team defense. Uh, yep. Norman Lambert and Munsell in there on the front side of the football. They go back to Hoeing. Right they got him that, that time. time. They got him. Fisher Bradley, really good hit right time. Yeah, Fisher As, Bradley. Uh, uh, they only pick up two yards on the play. Fisher Bradley, Jack Gillespie on the outside linebacker position. And uh, Case, uh, number 21, Case Weber. And uh, well, I guess that's, that is Bradley. Both inside linebackers for the punchers. Second down and eight. Door out of the gun. Play action. Keeps it himself. Right side has running room. Touchdown. Yeah, he's, he's got one man to beat. He's into the end zone. Duncan gets on the board for a touchdown. That quarterback has got some wheels. Now, I know that's our second team defense. So, Junction gets on the board with oh, 13 remaining in the ballgame. The quarterback. 4-13 left to go here in this ballgame. Junction does get on the board late on the second team defense. Well, that's, you got two sophomores in there. I mean, that was Christian Gamble, I think, over there on the left side. So, it's not like... Yeah, here's their... Oh! <laughs> Kick! It was underneath the Gopos. That's for no good. Not good. That was, a, that was an onside. With four minutes left to go in this one, 46-6 to six is the score here in the Puncher Dome. Let's take a 30-second break, and we'll be right back here. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on 95.3 KNEL. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of high school sports aired on KNEL AM and FM, visit KNELradio.com homepage and find the listing of KNEL Podcasts. Click on the KNEL Sports Podcast and you can enjoy listening or downloading your favorite sporting events. KNEL, serving the heart of Texas and the Northwest Hill Country with your sports podcast. KNEL Sports Podcast, making a difference in your life. 95.3 KNEL. All right, so uh, four minutes left in this ballgame. Great. Matt, you know, Mason Cott versus Junction rivalry at home. It's been a fun game. Mason leads it 46-6. Junction finally got on the board uh, with the score by their quarterback, Caden Doyle, who showed he's only a sophomore. He's going to be a, a threat years to come. But Junction needs a lot more than that as they kick a short one, fielded at the 35. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 and he just split the kick team and took it all the way to the five yards. 
He ran about 12 seconds off the clock. 52 to 6. Wow. We've had some quick scores tonight. I mean, I wasn't sure we were going to get to 60, but it's possible. Yeah, Dave's uh, prediction is, is on its way. Dan Gandy Real Estate offering prime ranch properties in the West Texas. So, Ken Jacoby takes over for White Road. Next point, makes Bowley to hold. Dr. Schmidt came in in the quarterback late in the second quarter. Oh, oh, snap. Snap. Good, good hand. Oh, no, no. Got, it got touched, nope. I think. That was good. Was it good? Yeah, still good. Looks like it got touched. 54, or 53, excuse me, to six. Mason Puncher's lean. Junction, you're listening to Mason Puncher Football on 95.3 KNEL. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. Well, just a great night here at the Puncher Dome. Your Mason Puncher is now lead 50, lead Junction 53 to 6. Junction got on the board, and then Mason returns the kickoff 65 yards, Frankie Bowley. If you would never, you know, kick into the, the mid-level men, and uh, he just makes the moves and uh, breaks out of the traffic for a 65-yard touchdown return, and he'll be kicking off here for Mason, our left or right. Our second team offense and defense have been on the field. Holy kicks it. That's a good kick. Yeah, right to left. Fielded at the 15. Aiden Roberts. Oh, he's got a big hole. Clancy's got him. Yeah, Clancy's granted down. Foley would have had him, too, but he's all the way out to the Mason 45. Yeah, we got a holding call. We got a flag coming in behind that one. Junction got excited there for a second. Holding on, blocking, holding in a block in the back. So that'll back him up. That's going to put him around the 35 yard line somewhere. And uh, it'll be first and ten for Junction. Well, they, they scored on the last possession. Showed promise early. Mason got a couple of defensive scores. Scoop and score and a pick six early in the ball game. Led 21 nothing early. And just kind of took the wind out of the Junction sails. Defense so, definitely playing. Oh, that's a heck of a good throw. Good throw by the ref. <laughs> oh, he didn't even make it to the sideline. Come on. <laughs> His arm wasn't warmed up either. He, he might, he might, have, just, he might have just, yeah, he might have just used the wrist action there. This is under four minutes. 53-6. Mason Punchers dominating the Junction Eagles. Second team defense on the field. In motion, the receiver takes the jet sweep, gives it to Cardwell. Right side, he's got a hole. Breaks the tackle down the right sideline. So you chase, he's out of bounds. Looks like he was going to take it a little further. Munsell did a good job of running him down on the outside out there. Carlos uh, showing you what, but what, what it looks like. We had a flag on the play. If we oh, they, they, they told him he stepped out of bounds back oh. here. Wow. Goodness. That negated a huge run. Stepped out of bounds at his own 43-yard line. Second down, or first first down, excuse me. 53-6, to six, three minutes and 30 seconds left to go. Yeah, no huddle. Rolling the gun. Gets the going. Right side. That's they good job. Fisher Bradley coming through the gap. To, and the helmet comes off. 
Not sure. So face mask or we got all kinds of stuff. Personal yeah. foul, face mask yeah. on the punchers. Who that was? That was Lana Muscle and Fisher Bradley. I think on the on the play. Looking defense, you know, they're, I'm glad they're getting as much playing time as they are. Junction's showing what they can do against an average defense. But our first team defense, pretty much, it's a shutout. I mean, you got to give that to them. Well, yeah, but the scoreboard doesn't say that. Well, I'm just saying. 42 yard line is where Junction will have it. First and 10. Runs right to the near side. Dole's still on the quarterback. Cardwell to his right. I'm going to go Cardwell left side off tackle, being chased, outrunning the defense down the sideline. Stays in bounds, and he's going to get the second score for the Eagles touchdown. As he just, I mean, that was a, that was a pretty good job of just keeping his feet in bounds. Bad job of pursuit our second defense. We had three guys out there. Bad angles, bad angles. 3-11 left to go here in this ballgame. There's... They're just dragging it out. Uh, 53-12 is your score. Well, it won't look as good on paper, but we're going to get to our penalty average, too. Uh-oh. 117? Wow. And makes us look like we're giving up a bunch of yards. Junction makes the extra point this time. So it's going to be 13. 53-13. Jim Hopbauer Chevrolet and Cowboy Passage, Texas, has been serving the Texas Hill Country for over 50 years. Give them a call at 512-556-6285. So here's a question for y'all. It's it's uh, pretty much garbage time. 311 left in the game. Carlton Schmidt came in first half. Yeah, we got a quarterback situation. I mean, we got depth at quarterback. He's already he had an injury last week. Do you stick him back in here with three eleven left? Or do you I mean go to your third string? You know, just I think you can I think you can continue to hone in what you do best. I mean don't do anything dumb to put him in a in a jeopardized situation, but if they kick the football yeah. like they did a while ago, we're gonna run this one back again. Well, he's in there on the on the kick return team. I just wonder who's gonna come out. <laughs> you, yeah, got all, you got all kinds of hand teams in there. Everybody yeah, on the field can. Everybody on the field can run. You got your baseball team in there. I'm gonna kick the third team. Here's the onside over the hands of Gamble into the hands of Smith, <laughs> and he makes a great grab at the punch of 45. Don't stick your arm out, Carlton, like that when you fall. Just fall. Well, just go down. And he's off. He's up. He's good. Hands the ball back to the ref. Let's see if the White Hatkins got a, his arms better. Uh, Schmidt. Oh, oh, here we go. That's pretty oh, good. Schmidt. He kind of ducked it. Schmidt comes out. Bowie. Nope. Schmidt's going to get the play call. 3.06 left on the clock. 53-13 is your score. <laughs> Dave's shooting for 60. Three minutes left. I think they can do it. That would really increase our points per game. It's weather. Weather. Get on the beast, but wide out of sight. And they're going to get Christian Gamble right side. That was a good lick. Yeah, he takes two defenders, but lowers the shoulder. 
Pick up about four on the play. Brings up second down and six. Ball at the 49-yard line. Clock running. I doubt I doubt Mason's going to try to go up on the score unless they just break one. They're going to let this break They may be telling them not to break it. More than likely. Tell them to slow it down. And There's a pig on the field. What? There's a pig on the field. Where? Right there. In the back of the jacket. <laughs> Go for it. Throw it. Toss sweet. This Bradley. Hey! He had a bounds, but they're just not going to call it and keep the play clock running. Two minutes left in this ball game. Hitting us out of bounds like that, uh, not real good uh, when you're leading 53 to 13. Two minutes on the clock. Bradley. Well, you got. I mean, he's a young player, but you got to you got to know to go down. Well, go down. He was four steps out of bounds when they got put the shoulder in him. You dive forward, you slide, you do whatever you have to do. Last week we tackled somebody on the hash mark out there and rode him out of bounds and got a flag for it. Punches the midfield. Schmidt under center. Yeah. And he's going to hand off Christian Gamble. Right side. Off tackle. Tries to spin out. Gets the first. Keeps the clock going. Got the first down. Push it across the 40 to the 39-yard line. Fresh set of downs for your punchers. Minute 30 on the clock. 53-13. Yeah, it's going to be a good win for the punchers. I mean, Junction came in here 6-2. Could be one of the stronger teams in district other than Johnson City. And the punchers really just blew them out in the first three quarters. Well, now you just got to take two games and take care of business. Oh, Dave's upset because they're going to go to victory. They're going to kneel it on with a minute left, 53 points, seven shy, 60. Schmidt takes the knee. It's going to be interesting to see who's going to be that starting quarterback going forward. Is it going to be Schmidt or Bowley? I think it's just going to be a back, you know, whoever's needed in the situation. Let's thank all of our sponsors as the clock continues to tick down here at the Puncher Dome with them leading 53-13. to 13. Punchers uh, dominating on the defensive and offensive side of the football. The Commercial Bank, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Willow Creek Cafe and Club, Mason Building Supply and Rental, Hill Country Collision Repair, Laneburg Realty, Mason Bank, Destination Ford, Moore's Farm and Ranch, Dan Gandy Real Estate, and Hoffbauer Chevrolet Cadillac of Land Passes, Texas. Watchers, Vance 8-0, 2-0 district play. As this clock winds down, they're going to win this one 53-13. Could have been an easy shutout. Number two, offense, defense, got some playing time, which is what you want to see. Let's take a two-minute commercial break. Come back with recap stats and scores here on 95.3 KNL. KNEL Daily News is a free daily e-newsletter with local news headlines, events, sports, and obituaries delivered each weekday morning to the email inboxes of over 1,400 subscribers. Sign up today. Just click the tab on the KNEL homepage to get your own summary of news and events from across the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country delivered to your inbox free each morning. From the folks you trust at KNEL. 
Lanebird Realty is a longtime sponsor of Mason Puncher's football coverage on Friday nights. As third-generation punchers and realtors, we bring experience, preparation, and commitment to excellence when serving our clients' real estate needs. Ranches, homes, farms, commercial, river and hunting properties. Whether you're buying or selling, in the game or on the sideline, contact us for your property playbook at 325-347-5360 or online at lanebergrealty.com. Lamberg Realty, choice of the Hill Country since 1975. Jim Hoffbauer is your qualified Chevrolet Cadillac dealer serving drivers throughout Lampasas and the surrounding areas. At Hoffbauer, you'll find a solid selection of new Chevrolet and Cadillac models for sale, as well as carefully inspected lineup of pre-owned vehicles. We also have a well-connected finance center run by a qualified team of finance experts. Make your way to Jim Hoffbauer in Lampasas today for quality vehicles, a friendly team, and professional service at every step of the way. Hours of practice, dedication, and working together make all the difference come game night. And Mason Bank is a proud supporter of our area youth. Whether participating in athletics, band, academic competitions, we know they're learning skills that will help them succeed throughout their lives. At Mason Bank, we believe it's those same skills that make us a better bank. Dedication to our community and helping families succeed in their financial planning. Mason Bank. Proud supporters of the Mason Punchers and the Mason Cowgirls. Mason Bank, member FDIC. 95.3 KNEL. All right, welcome to the postgame show here at our Clinton Schulte Stadium. Puncher Dome, Mason Punchers remain undefeated as uh, they went against the Junction Eagles 53-13. And uh, we are uh, counting up the stats. Uh, Maka, I, was, I was trying to think of you know key plays, game ball. I mean, it was, it was a dominating performance by the punchers. You know, defensive turnovers for scores. Uh, offense, I think one of flashy, but Clinton Larry obviously had a couple. Of, you know, really good runs. Um, I think your game balls go go to. Carlton Smith. One of them goes to Carlton Smith. Well, Both it. on his defense and I'm, offensive performance. Well, I'm, I'm, I would give it to him as far as coming back from injury. But I also say that Solario gets a game ball. Uh, two scores. Very good runs. Defensive line. Well, yeah. I mean, defensive line caused a lot of havoc. You know, you give that uh, Punisher award to the defense. You know, I'm, I'm thinking locker room, you know, type of words. You got, you got your ball out, right? Your offensive MVP, and then you got your punisher award. Uh, so yeah, those are those are the candidates. It's hard to you have to go back and watch film to really uh, figure out who who deserves those. But Puckers get a, another good win over uh, a little better Junction team. I mean, they showed some promise early. They got they got some good players out there, but it was a good. I thought Mason was very, even though we had over our average penalties, I think. Not a lot of personal fouls, not a lot of dirty plays, you know, just more of the kind of the obvious. Uh, had some injuries in the game. White Row uh, went out. Hopefully he's going to be okay. Uh, we got Cannon Raven back last week. Uh, Reagan Evans on the sideline. But Punchers, great win at home. They advanced undefeated 8-0 in the season. Uh, Harper was leading Stockdale earlier. Go ahead and go ahead and. Didn't shot those stats while I, while I these up. Well, the final the final stats kind of look like this: Mason 53 and uh, Junction 13. 
They scored two late on uh, second-team defense. First downs, Mason had 17 first downs to Junction 7. Penalty-wise, Mason had six penalties for 60 yards. That's below our average. Uh, Junction had two penalties for 20 yards. Rushing the football, we touched it 35 times for 296 yards. Junction touched it 37 times for 173 yards. Majority of that coming in the fourth quarter. Uh, Salario had two touchdowns on six touches for 139 yards. Todd had a one touchdown on ten on uh, one touchdown on ten carries for 68 yards. Uh, then there was a bunch of touches after that. Uh, Bowley had two for 14. Bradley one for two. King five for 14. Schmidt and Bradley Fisher Bradley also had a touchdown. Uh, he had four touches for seven yards. Schmidt had two carries for 16 yards. Osborne had one for five, and and uh, Gamble had four for 33 yards. Mason in the passing game had more yards than they ever had uh, almost all season. Really? Uh, 68 yards on eight attempts. Um, it looks like uh, Schmidt had four or six of those attempts, completing four of those passes, and he threw a touchdown pass. Uh, Bowley had, was one for two for 10 yards. Um, Todd caught the only touchdown pass. He had one catch for 41 yards. Bradley had three catches for 31 yards. Um, Schmidt and King, um, uh, Schmidt and King both had defensive touchdowns. I'm gonna call them both interceptions. Uh, had two interceptions uh, for for pick sixes. Um, and uh, defense gets on the board not only uh, on the turnover margin but also uh, scores two touchdowns. That's a big part. Bowley did early. give up one fumble. So we were only plus one in the turnover margin. Great job again by Super Dave on the stat book. Um, and, uh, you know, just a dominating performance on both sides of the football here for the Mason Punchers. Just in case anyone's interested, uh, Brady pulls back ahead of Ballinger, 34-27, the final. Uh, Brady shoots Ballinger. Blanco, a big win over Lano, 55-24. Uh, Harper beats Stockdale as this is. Accurate, 26-21. We'll be in Stockdale next week. And then uh, uh, no other really games to note other than Rosario extends their lead over Shiner, 26-7. to All the other uh, top-ranked 2A teams you know, retain their lead. And hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast. If, if you weren't here, uh, we're happy to bring it to you each and every Friday night. There are 95.3. Can you the voice of the Mason Punchers for 40 years? Listen anywhere. Anytime for any device, Bill Lambert, Michael Walker, Dave Underwood signing off in honor and memory of the late Lee Graham, who you used to listen to on tape on a Saturday morning about these games. Click on the KNEL podcast if you want to re, uh, listen to these uh, broadcasts. And uh, we'll be in Stockdale next week. Good night. Thanks for listening to Caniel Sports Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed your podcast today. For live broadcast of Caniel Sports, listen to 95.3 Caniel FM, 1490 Caniel AM, or com. Or to make it simple, just ask Alexa to play Caniel FM or Caniel AM. Or find Caniel 95.3 FM or 1490 AM on the TuneIn app. We look forward to being with you again here from KNEL.